0: Them. You for a red I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Something special is about to happen. Are you waiting to receive my lift penis? There you
1: Yeah, g'day, Rubbers. Welcome back to the Weekly Rubdown, a podcast that rubs down everything NRL Supercoach draft. You are listening to the Round 11 Rubdown. I'm your host, Natty, and with me, as always, riding shotgun in the Rubdown Mobile, is the stats wizard himself, Walker the Weasel. What's
0: going on, mate? (laughs) Oh mate, we're, we're we're driving closer and closer to that first big boy round, and it's um it's concerning, isn't it? But Hager hey. was magic. Around? Oh
1: well, I, I tell you what, Magic Round was good footy wise, and like pretty much all the games were fantastic. But fucking. There was nothing magic about my punting on the weekend. Nothing magic about my penny <laughs> bet. Nothing it was magic about the, ab- the upset oh, on. Fuck. Like. But normally that like and I'll oh, man, I'll talk about this more when I get to the Chase You Losses podcast, but like had Taruv to score a try. I mean, if that cunt could catch a ball, he scores two. <laughs> I mean, the sharks going down, oh, eels yeah. going down. It was yeah, hard on the back pocket, the old skyrocket, but yeah, fantastic round of footy. Um, I want to crack a beer, mate,
0: because I'm thirsty yeah, as fuck. Why not? I um I had a decent decent go on the punt. Used the um the anytime try scorer um predictions.
1: Oh, so, tell me more.
0: No. Tell me more. Yeah, well, um, it, like on the on the Patreon, we've got the. Anytime try scorer um, predictions. Mm-hmm. So we, we each week we go through the best ma- matchups for try scoring.
1: It has been hitting. It has been it's hitting. Been,
0: it's been it's been hitting around three three to four out of five for your top five <sighs> each week. And um, I went a bit rogue on on a couple of the choices, and um, yeah, managed to snag five. Um, so yeah,
1: pulled, pulled fuck. Nice. Off, All right. box, so Let's give Let's down. give the listeners a, a little bit of a sneak peek of the try scoring predictor. What's your favourite one for this week, round eleven? Oh,
0: for this week, I'll have to bring it up. Just
1: yeah, this is it. without notice. I'm. I'm this spr- is This is definitely without. I've I've sprung it on you, but I I know, are, I know you you've got to. it there somewhere, ready to go.
0: I do. I do. It's just loading at the moment, but yeah, like. We do it in the same in the same vein as our um, point scoring stats, but we we also we track the try scores as well. So very yummy. The try the try scoring left versus right and all that sort of stuff. So it is actually more representative than oh this guy s- scores this many tries and they concede all, all these all these points on the left. It's specific to the position, so it does actually help give you a bit of a guide as to who to put your hard hard earned on. No, so I this round, talk to me. Give me one. This, this but, round man. the best is um my personal favorite is Sione Katoa. Mm. Um, so mainly have been conceding 1.2 tries per game um to your right wingers. Sione Cattello, he's he's obviously hasn't been scoring as well as Ronaldo Montello on the other edge but um 0.6 tries per game. So yeah, he's definitely one to put in a put in a multi um and other guys like I don't like a Rafa Ravalawa.
1: I tell you what, I, I love that Sienna Katoa call. And this is a, a little bit of a sneak preview into some of my best bets. that's going to happen in the Chase Losses podcast. But oh, no, kiss of death. Manly have conceded 11 tries to right wings in six games. They've conceded a try to a right winger in six straight games. Now, if Sioni Katoa doesn't score in this one, I'm dead set not here. So yeah. I love that one.
0: Yeah so that, that one's that one's probably the best bet for the week but um yeah each week we give our, our best five um ATSs and we also give um the list of the top 10 as well so yeah it's um definitely something to keep your eye on and yeah i usually usually bring a couple of them into a um, into a multi each week and more often than not getting a lot of green ticks that's for sure
1: love it love it bro so just another sort of check in with the patreon as well uh i don't know if you remember last week guys we talked about how we're gonna change things up with the wave wire stuff so you know we're only bringing one podcast out a week due that's going to be about Supercoach draft. Uh, all our waiver-wise stuff is going to be through the Patreon. So I've put up a post on Instagram giving like a top 10 guys that we like that uh, are available on waivers under 35%. And then we put up a, a sort of, I guess, an article on Patreon that goes through every position and lists out all the guys that we like. What are the categories again, Wooker for the, it's, Top tier, yeah, so,
0: so high, high waiver claim, uh, low low end waiver claim, uh, uh, free agent pickup. So these are those are the type of guys that you don't want to waste, don't don't want to burn a waiver claim on, but you will want to set your alarm for four a.m. on the on the Wednesday to pick them up. Yeah, uh, a plug and play guys that you you're more than likely going to be able to get on freeze. Don't have to don't have to set your alarms or anything like that. Good matchup. And then also another one, um, yeah yeah, based on matchups. And then the last one is is more the deep league. So this is rather than being 35% owned, um, it's guys that are under 25% owned. Um, so we're talking leagues like um, 12 man leagues, 14 man leagues, and, and so on.
1: Yep. So it, it look it, it looks fantastic the way it's set out. Uh, very easy to follow go through all the the, uh, the positions so you can easily find guys that you you want to have a look at. Obviously, if you're low or, or you're struggling at halfback or 5.8, they're the positions you want to look at. It's all there along with the TLT notes as well. It's all there on Patreon, $5 a month, uh, and it's really streamlined everything for us on a Tuesday, not as hectic uh, this afternoon. I can actually Just spend-
0: rushing, <laughs> rushing shit together. I, I mean, actually- it, it, hasn't made, it hasn't made it any less hectic for me. But, um, yeah, for, from a recording perspective, it's heaps easier and we can get the stuff out a lot quicker as well.
1: Exactly. And that's what you guys want. You want the information for your waivers there at, at, at least before 8 o'clock so you can look at it, you can look at the guys that are available on your leagues, put your waivers in, and you don't have to fucking wait up till you know midnight to, yes. to listen to a fucking podcast. So it, it does make sense and it does. This first run has just—it's been seamless. So this is how we're going to run it from now on. It's—it's it's been really good.
0: Yeah. So we'll be releasing um, the waiver targets on a Monday, and then the TLT takeaways, obviously, on the um, on the Tuesday after TLT's drop. Yum. Just more reason to just fucking get on that Patreon, people. Ow! All
1: Here right. How'd you go on the weekend? Wook Got a W?
0: Got a got a W. I, I put down a pretty good score, um, like I think it was eight hundred and seventeen, uh, which is pretty good in our league. We're obviously playing three players down from uh, your typical leagues uh, of thirteen play on field players. We're at the ten. Um, yeah, no, I was I was happy with it. My um, my captain didn't go terribly terribly well, but um, look, at the end of the day, you, you got to take the wins when they when they come, especially when they've been hard fought, like I've I've had to.
1: Yeah, it's nice, nice win. Team crushed it. Uh, I got away with a win on the weekend. I, oh, you burgled it, you burgled it. Yeah, I'm very good at burgling some wins uh, in 2023. So I came up against the Nico Hines owner, which is always a very scary prospect. Obviously, Nico Hines shat the bed, scored 40. Uh, he had Gutho as his captain, scored 134. So no, nothing to scoff at. But I think the main thing I got away with was I had Brian Toa as my VC who scored 89. Now, usually I would take that and bank that as a VC score. I thought I had a little bit of time, went to work. Uh, the, the first game was on. I was like, yeah, no, all good. Got a fire, had to go to a fire, mm-hmm. and couldn't get onto my phone, obviously. Then um, the Storm game kicked off, and I had Harry Grant as my captain. He only scored 54, so I got away with a win there. Very fucking lucky. I didn't deserve to win that one, but I will take the W all the same bucket. I want green ticks. I want Ws, and I am coming equal first at the moment. So I'm
0: sitting pretty... So you're coming second. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, on the same I'm, I'm, points as first. Yeah, I'm I am i gonna mind you. So I'm I'm coming third. So yeah, we're both both going well. I've scored more points than you. Not to not to um talk about it, but yes. Um things are starting
1: to look on the up. Score so. more points than you. Uh that's a classic Wooca that one. <laughs> classic uh. Woocaism. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, so oh, before we get into the matchups, it is Origin Round at the Lovers League and also oh, yeah. the Listener League. Obviously, Listener League mirrors all the bets that we do with the Lovers League. This is my favorite round of the year. So I'll just talk about this one because I'd love people to get involved in this. It does change the whole dynamic of your league. It's really, really fun. So, what we do is we essentially we split our league into two big teams. So, you're not. Playing for yourself, you're playing in a team. So, Wook is on one team at the moment, I'm on the other. You, you start up a separate chat. And what I do is, I it's all random, I pull it out of a hat, but I try and pull the names out of a hat, to split up the top teams and split up the bottom teams. So it's a nice mix of guns, which I think is it's pretty much worked out really nicely in both the legs that I've done it done it with. Um I do try and get you and I on different teams, Wooker, because each, each team needs a captain and I could yeah, um, that's true. And if we were both on one team, the other team would just fucking just struggle.
0: Completely disorganised. It would be uh, so fucking
1: yeah. bad. Because um, I know I know that if you're on the other team, I know that you're working them out. You're doing their thing. And I'm sure you know that on my team, yes, I'm, I'm, run- 100%. I'm running shit. So yes. I try and keep it that way. So fuck, these idiots in our league have a bit of guidance and leadership. So we go into Fair camp way. a week early. So I get the teams out round 10. And that way you have two... Teamless Tuesdays, two waiver wise to get your, your players uh, in that you need for round 11. And we're all working together. So everyone on my team working together going, okay, who do you need? Who are you low on? Maybe we can do some trades here and there. Uh, you need to pick up this guy off waiver. You need to pick up that guy off waiver. Let's build. And then we start talking about VC and captain options and go, okay, who are you going to VC? How's your AE loop working? It's just a whole two weeks of banter but also working together it's just like i said it's a whole different dynamic and i really enjoy it so well and then it's my team the six of us our combined score will verse wooker and his team's combined score the winning team gets all of the losers second highest scorers i thought it was the third the third
0: highest Oh, well I read the thing I mean again, so it, it, it's- it doesn't necessarily matter does it no nah, yeah it's-, it's it's all it's all up to the gods anyway
1: yeah it could be a totally shit player or it could be one of your guns it, exactly it's up to yeah. the gods and then the winning team distributes that those players how they see fit so like you know if I'm if I was playing Wooker and I won I don't necessarily get his player. I might get a halfback off him. I've already got a halfback. I give someone in my team the halfback, and we spread it all out and try and make it a little bit even. Usually what we do is we give the guys that are coming lower in the ladder a bit of a leg up. Yep, yep. It's fucking fun, man. It's so good. And I know a lot of you are thinking, oh, you know, that's hard to sort of wrap your head around because the whole year you're just batting for yourself. But it's good gear, isn't it?
0: Oh, it's, it's good when you're winning. Um, I've, I've been on the losing end the last couple of years and um, it's it's been a bit rough because if you've got a couple of guys who are absolute flogs at the game, um, no matter how good you go and no matter how, how, how well you craft the rest of the guys – those two, those two fucking Muppets can really
1: fucking. <laughs> Mate, well, I'll I'll be honest. Your team is fine. I've got the Muppets on my team. I've got the guys that want to joke around and not listen to me, and one guy that you just cannot get a hold of. So, uh,
0: I think I've got the same guy then. And <laughs> Are then we're talking about Jace?
1: Oh, I'm talking about my old man, and I'm related to him, and I still can't get a hold of him. So, I hope he got my text messages today because it's fucking Tuesday and I, he needs to put some wafers in. So, 100%. anyway, ah, it's good gear. And then, so. It's fun because, like, obviously you've got your own chat with your team and then the main chat is just six dead. versus six. Oh, it's well, it's dead. Yeah, well, it's, it's dead, dead, dead now. But once the round starts, it's six blokes versus six blokes. It's so good. Yeah. I fucking love it. Um. So, yeah, if I don't know if that made any sense. If you want more information about the Origin Round, DM us and I'll run you through the bet. But it's a really good mid-season, shake it up. So sometimes it gets a little bit dry. Some of the guys that are coming lower in your league, they might lose a bit of interest. All of a sudden, you bring them into a whole team environment. Everyone's getting whipped up. It's origin, baby. You get right into it. I had the boys fucking whipped up on our chat today. I was like, come on, you cunts. Fire up. Let's go. (laughs) Oh, good gear. Good fucking Um gear.
0: I'll tell you what. Something, something was weird at the start of the week when mm. when the um, like super coach rolled over, so the draft format rolled over. All of the waivers just went to free agents for a period of time. So I ended up snaffling up. I saw um, that Jaden Sullivan snaffling up Jaden Sullivan. I don't want him, but I just saw saw him sitting there as a free agent. I was like, well, okay, <laughs> I just jumped in. And apparently it's happened to a lot of leagues. Um, and There's yeah, some, there's know, some know leagues know that
1: didn't is. go back to waiver. They just stayed on free oh, agents. Really? Yeah. I got a couple oh. of messages from guys that just went, yep, they just went to free agent, no waivers. So, yeah. again, the big wigs over there at Supercoach just not giving a fuck about draft again. It needs to be better, guys. I mean, at the end of the day, my sort of look on when shit like this happens, it's just like, well- it's the rub of the green. If you were everyone,
0: on- everyone, everyone is in the same boat. Yeah. So it's yep. it's lucky like you said. It's lucky the green. If you're there and it happens, <laughs> and you're lucky enough to to snuff or something, then then so be it.
1: And if you um, missed it, maybe you should have your finger on the pulse more.
0: Yeah. No, exactly. And I think it was just because, um, like I, I obviously do the stats when um, the final system rolls and yeah, the scores locked in. So I was in there looking and. and happened to be in the draft format and I was looking at all these guys and they were f- sitting there as and I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking weird. But better, better jump in there
1: then. I did see it and I looked at the guys of Alba and I went, oh, it and doesn't. It was like
0: <laughs> there was no one. There was no one. Oh, God. Yeah. So I, 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 it's safe to say Bud Sullivan's not going to be spending too much time on my team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He did play um, well on the
0: weekend though. But he-, he did. He did. But, I mean, coming from the bench, bench, he's not going to yeah. score two tries every week. No,
1: exactly. <laughs> All right, that is plenty enough for Dribble to start this podcast off. Let's get into some injuries.
0: I'm still alive, but I'm very badly injured. pretty
1: good coming out of Magic Round, to be honest. Just got a few head knocks. Uh, Mitch Moses, he's going to sit out. Uh, Jake Arthur comes in for him. Egan Butcher sits out with a head knock as well. Gusty will start at the back row for him. Jackson Ford out with a head knock. Uh, Josh Curran comes in for him. Had a couple of other ones. Jerbo with that old man injury calf. He's out for three to oh, four weeks. Okay. And Ed Cossey. I'm not exactly sure what happened to his knee, but he is out this week as well. Oh,
0: actually, I do remember that. Um, there was a really big, heavy collision. Yeah. Um. So just I, I thought, knee knock. I, thought it, I thought it was a head knock, but no, it was a it was a knee knock. Yes. Um, so it was knee on knee, and I think yep. it was. It might be some some issue with like MCL or something.
1: He jammed. He jammed Critter, and sat him. But their knees collided. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, there were some big hits in that game.
0: It oh, was, was a really good game for hits. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because um, as soon as that hit happened, Critter was just out for blood. Yeah. It was awesome. He got his back too. Don't worry. He one. did, he Man, did. His he hit sat, he s- sat them down. Fucking,
1: Fuck. his hit shook the fucking stadium. It was huge. Um, yeah, so they're, the injuries there. A couple to watch though. Kurt Capewell- he didn't finish the game uh, with a head knock himself, so he's one to watch. Mm-hmm. And also, John Bateman has been having hammy issues. Set out last week with a hammy issue. He is named, but I would keep a close eye on him.
0: Yeah, he was a laid out with hamstring awareness, so it's it's one of those ones that look they'll be they'll be pretty keen to sit him out. Um, and look, Asa Kapala can do a job there, so yeah. would not be surprised if he sits out yep
1: for sure and zero suspensions few fines no suspensions which
0: is fucking weird it's 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 what you want to see but yeah strange i was very very surprised (laughs) very strange
1: uh all right let's get into these games bro let's rub down uh round 11. Records, rankings, weather. I know the team. These games are a burial, a blowout, you a human walk. I know these players. All you got to do is bet on the win. I know this one game called football. Let's get on with rub down. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. All right, let's get into Thursday at night, 7.50 p.m., Storm v. Broncos, Amy Park. What are the ins and outs for this game, Wook?
0: So, uh, ins and outs, uh, nothing. Nothing. Um so Nuss has been named <laughs> just despite having a rib injury so something to keep an eye on because um potential drop in his output um we do know that rib injuries typically have a drop in ppm for players mm-hmm. won't impact his time on the field but maybe um he's not he's not totally a base stat type of player so I don't think it's going to impact him that much but um obviously the um those big and rounds that he does might be impacted um the other one out of it is you mentioned it before capable will need to pass through the concussion protocols mm. so definitely want to watch with late mail he's not entirely supercoach relevant this season so yeah. um probably more interesting to see who comes on but he's facing the storm so maybe not that much of an issue
1: Fair, fair. Uh, This is going to be a bit of an arm wrestle, this one. No real matchups here when you look at the strengths and weaknesses. Storm Mm. are strong on their left attack, obviously, but Broncos defend left attacks pretty decently. Uh, Broncos' right attack has an okay matchup with the Storm weaker on their left defense, but nothing sort of sexy in this matchup, to be honest. Uh, Broncos humming at the moment. I'll probably tip them to win this game. But Storm have been really unpredictable. Uh, it's just a hard game to sort of look at Supercoach points, to be honest. Do you agree?
0: Yeah. Look, I, I'm not looking at this game for VCs, captains, or anything like that. I do think it's going to be a bit of an wrestle. Look, the Storm significantly have the wood over the Broncos in their last 100 games, whatever yeah. they've played. So it's, um, I don't feel like it's going to be a, a change from that. I think the Storm are going to bounce, bounce back a little bit. I think the the Broncos are going to be there for the for the arm wrestles, so I think it's going to be close. So whoever you're going for, 1 to 12.
1: Yeah, I agree, and that's not a bad bet, to be honest. If you can find either team 1 to 12, usually playing at about $1.72, $1.75, that's a great bet. What love. are the top matchups and sits for this game?
0: So top matchups, Eli Katawa oh. is showing a decent matchup oh, I there. love that. Um, obviously, I mean, there's a, there's a couple of decent ones. So Jerome Hughes has a good one. Um, and then aside from that, there's no one that's really sticking out as, as like a real gun matchup.
1: It's very vanilla, Um, this game, isn't it? It is,
0: isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's one of the ones where, look, if you've got, if you've got like, um, center wings or two RFs that you're rotating through, it might be best to maybe sit them out. Um, except for Elikita has a really good matchup. Um, those are the, those probably, yeah, I wouldn't be playing either Ezra Mammar or, um, or Adam Reynolds personally. Yeah. Um, or even Cam Munster if you can afford it. But obviously most of those guys you've, let's, you haven't got back let's, let's be honest,
1: we're all playing them. We're all playing them. We're all playing them, them. absolutely.
0: Um, but um, Jerome Hughes is a good one for uh, for a VC, I think. Yeah. Um, he can. He has a, has a chance to go large. Eli Katoa, definitely. Um, but it's a nice that,
1: link up there, isn't it? If Eli katoa has yeah. got a really good matchup, you would think that Jerome Hughes is going to be the one feeding him.
0: The ball. Exactly right. Exactly right. So that, that's that's where the one two will come from. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we'll see what comes from it. But um, yeah, I I will probably steer clear of VCing even even Monster in this one. Um, and yeah, just lo- just looking for the next game, um, hoping that the Broncos do. Come away because. Yeah
1: it'd be a great game um, The only thing I'll Talk about here With draft moves Is Obviously you guys Would be listening to this And the waivers Would have cleared Uh, If Corey Oates is available on Free Agents, pull the car over, fucking get on your phone and pick him up because it looks like he will be back around 12. And we sort of talked about Corey Oates a couple of weeks ago where, you know, that first game he came back from injury looked really solid, played most of the game injured anyway with that knee, still scored around 42 points in base or something ridiculous like that. So – yeah. I like him going forward. I like how the Broncos are attacking. It's and a th- profitable edge too. It is, and the other thing is, like yeah, I, I
0: don't, I don't necessarily like it outside of um, Hand's Farnsworth though. No, personally.
1: but the best thing about Corey Oates is he goes looking for the ball. So that's the difference between Oates. He doesn't get and- lost. Yeah. No, Oates and Jesse Arthur. Jesse Arthur stays on his wing and just waits the ball f- to come to him. And that's why Supercoach points a shithouse. Corey Oates goes looking for the ball and gets involved and makes, you know, 17 to 20 runs a game. That's what you want mm. from your wingers. So yeah. he needs to be picked up. Um, and because that's mate, a fucking winger that's getting 40 points a game with a little bit of upside in an attacking team like the Broncos. Woo.
0: Stop it. Sign me up.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. VCs for this game. In all
0: honesty, Payne Haas. If you want a safe VC of seventy, I'd I'd say Payne Haas is more of just a straight captaincy option. He doesn't have the upside to warrant a VC, just because you've got to take into account players that you drop and take the AE for. That's so, true, I, I, yeah.
1: but I do like to sometimes play that card if I've got two really safe cap. Because what can happen is you can have your other captain that's playing maybe the second or the last, second last or the last game. And you might only need that 70, a safe 70 to win the game. And you've worked at your VCAE and everything like that. And mm-hmm. all you need is that, those points. And yeah, yeah. rather than roll the do- dice with your captain, because anything can happen, injuries, fucking whatever. Sometimes you can just take that, that, um that safe 70. So, but you do have to have your bench set up. So that, yeah, like you said, you don't get fucking kicked in the dick because you've got like a 15 on your bench or something like
0: that. And especially if you're carrying a guy that you're stashing like an Aloapu or someone like that, you you don't want to be taken if you can avoid it. So you need to have a finger on the pulse. If if you want to um, do this VC, you need to plan your bench around it. 100%.
1: 100%. And if you are carrying some of these guys that um, you're waiting for them to get more minutes, they're coming off the bench, they're sort of getting eased back from injury or they're a young guy like Big Carl, then VC loop isn't for you. It's probably yeah. not a move that you can do while you're carrying those guys,
0: un- yeah. unfortunately. But I mean, stashing stashing guys who aren't playing like your Luke Thompsons and all that, perfect. Oh, that's um, that's but, me. But guys but guys, but guys, like if you're stashing like a Sonny Luke or someone like that, It'll it'll be the death knell for your team.
1: Yeah. For example, I've got my bench at the moment, the only two players that I've got that are playing, Eli Katoa and Brian Kelly. Uh, I've got Sam Walker, so I'll be aeing him. Now, if Eli Katoa goes big in this first game, got a great matchup, every chance that he will, even if he goes 60, I will probably drop Brian Kelly and take that 60 and get that AE and make sure that that's the points I get, 60. Yeah. So.
0: Because yeah. you'll always get your lowest score on the bench. So exactly. if, if Brian Kelly, for whatever reason, drops a twenty instead of that sixty, you get a twenty. Exactly. So exactly.
1: So even though Munster doesn't have a great matchup, I think he's probably the only guy that I'm like, yeah, definitely VC this well, guy.
0: He's, he's the only guy that really has the the upside that that is Warranted. leveling towards yep. matchup proof.
1: Yep. Yeah. 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 I agree. All right, let's move on to the next game. Friday, 6 p.m., Dogs v Warriors, Acor Stadium. Ins and outs for this one, bro.
0: Uh, so, this one, there is a bit of movement um, and mm. not just in my pants. So, mm. the fox makes his return from the syndim- syndesmosis surgery. I was trying to say that 10 times fast. Oh
1: Mate, you rushed into that one real quick. Oh, I and did you, and I
0: stumbled. You I need stumbled. to approach those words with caution, Walker. You know this. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> seriously, one of the fastest returns um, from that surgery that I've, I've seen personally. So, yeah, he's, he's killing it. And the Coming
1: thing, before you move on, the thing about um, syndesmosis injury and we've heard this from Brian again and again the NRL physio is when they do return after that surgery or they do have on the they're usually 100% good to go so I wouldn't be worried about Josh Adaka and his performance issues in this game he should be mm. sweet
0: yeah and and it's interesting cuz he does have a really good matchup as well Yep. um Declan Casey obviously comes out for him see ya. so he had <laughs> yep so you Uh, We had Jackson Ford out with concussion, Ed Kossi with the knee. Um, They're replaced by Josh Curran and uh, Rocco Berry, great name, at center respectively. It is one of the best. Um, And then uh, Marcelo Montoya shifts to the left wing with Rocco Berry moving to center. Uh, Ronnie Volkman returns at 5'8". Um, which is good to see, and then we've got Dylan Walker shifting to the bench, and I f- I feel like he plays better off the bench anyway.
1: Mm, oh yes, um, so
0: it's probably a, probably an uplift there. Yep. Interesting though. Um, no Barnett even in reserves, so he's still obviously coming back from that um, that nerve nerve injury in his neck. Yes. No. And he's got a big big history of because um, I think he had a lot of surgery back in twenty twenty perhaps um on his neck so yeah he's obviously there are some complications with it
1: yeah no barnett and also no metcalf as well listening to Mm. the uh round review on the blog Bar podcast with the guru timmy and denon they were talking about yeah metcalf being the guy that's going to come into this side but volkman has been preferred here so a bit of a shock there now volkman only available at halfback uh but With a position lacking in depth like him, he's probably not a bad one-week play up against the Dogs. Uh, Because I think this one is going to have points written all over it. When you talk about strengths and weaknesses here, Warriors' right attack squares up nicely against the Dogs' weaker left-edge defense. So, obviously, SJ, DWZ out there. Love those guys. On the other side of the ball, Warriors' right D is fucking woeful. They leak... Points to wingers, but specifically yeah. the left wing, you alluded to it earlier, Fox coming in back off injury. Dog's left attack could be in here for some points. And another guy that I'll talk about in the Chase and Losses podcast, the Fox has an immaculate record against the Warriors. I think he scored in the last six games versus the Warriors. So if he's available on freeze, definitely pick him up. He deserves to be inside anyway, but fantastic matchup here against the Warriors. It's almost a commandment you need to take the left wing against the Warriors. ATS special.
0: Yeah, it is one of the betting commandments for sure. Um, so yeah, I think he's definitely an option, um, not just as just a plug and not a plug and play, but a um, a play for your um, streaming for CTW, mm. also ATS, and also maybe even a VC.
1: For sure, 100%. Uh, I, th- I think with him in the side that Burton will feel more comfortable slinging the ball out to that left edge. Um, I feel like when Declan Casey was there... There just wasn't that confidence. Limited
0: limited trust. Yeah, yeah.
1: just no weapons out there. Obviously, kick out down as well. Paul Alamotti hasn't been great either with the ball under wings. So I think with Fox out there, someone he can kick to, someone he can fling the ball to, get him in space. He knows he's going to take off. Like I said, that ankle should be sweet. So I love him as a great matchup. Um, On the other side of the board, we like DWZ as well. So, yeah, they're Mm. two wingers here. If you wanted to put the same game multi together, I'd be putting both of those guys in there for a bit of value. What are the top matchups and sits for this one, bro?
0: So Fox is obviously a really good matchup. Avarilo comes up as a decent matchup too. I would double down on the Foxes matchup with Burton because mm. he'll be feeding him the ball a little bit. Yeah, um, it's not obviously shown as a as a top matchup, but I do think that that'll be the case.
1: He's been humming, Berto, he has. Three he's round not, average been- of sixty five. He's been good.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's been like he started really slow, and I think. Um, now might be the time because we we were talking about him possibly being a, a round two um, draft pick. Yeah, and look, he hasn't obviously lived up to that, but I still think the potential is there. Um, and yeah, I, I'd be I'd be looking at bringing him in if you if you've got the option to um, to trade in for him. Yeah, definitely something to look at right before Otherwise, he
1: gets the halfback five eight jewel too. Yes, yeah, Tom and he's coming
0: now. next round. Mm. Next round, so um other ones that have good matchups so adam pompey has a decent matchup he's been humming along quite nicely um the um well the doggies actually concede 65 points on average which is a lot for a ctw to the right center position so definitely one to look at there um dylan walker slash uh volkman now um has a really good matchup at left half so the Doggies have been conceding 65 points on average to the left half. So he's actually a decent plug-and-play for this mm. game. Um, so I don't mind that. It's a bit of an option at your halfback spot. And then also Maratoni has a really good matchup as well. The um, the Doggies have been conceding um, 70 points on average to the right to earth. So, um, yeah, might be, might be a bit of a profitable uh, plug-and-play there as well.
1: I like it. I like it. Yeah, like I said, there should be a lot of points in this game. If we just talk about some draft moves here, like you said, Volkman, really good plug and play. Fox, obviously, a pickup. Uh, DWZ, fire him up. Adam Pompey's an interesting one as well, a really good matchup. The guy mm. that's impressed me, though, Marcelo Montoya at oh, center. Hasn't he? He has just been – I mean, the upside hasn't been there, hasn't been scoring tries, but in the last two games – Forty-one and forty-three, respectively, in base and running the fuck over cunts. Did you see him bump Nathan Cleary twice in one game? Oh, yeah,
0: fuck it Cleary's up. Cleary's
1: no he- slouch, man. He's a great defender.
0: But you, but you remember at the start of the season in the, I think the one of the trial games, he absolutely leveled, leveled. I can't remember who it was, but he he dead set put. Um, oh, it was Charlie Staines, I think.
1: Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Absolutely level Yeah. Him. He yeah, we um, made that joke where it was like Charlie stains became a stain on the grass yeah, after yes. Montoya ran
0: over him. <laughs> exactly. So, look, he, the big hits are there. Um he's obviously shifted to the wing replacing Co- um Ed Gosey this game, so um left wing. Not not the most profitable wing um in the land, but uh, I do think that Volkman will provide a bit more opportunity than Dylan Edwards would ha- Dylan Walker would have. So, yeah, I I don't mind that as a bit of a plug-and-play for this week, but he's got season-long value.
1: I think so too, man. I'm just looking at what he's done in the last two games at centre, and we talk about centres that make like 15 runs, and you go, oh, God, like a centre that makes 15 runs a game is just fantastic. In round nine, he made 20 runs, and then last week he made uh, 21 runs at centre.
0: He's a busy boy.
1: Fucking oath, he's busy, Jesus. man. That and like destructive runs. And the other thing is, like, he's getting involved at the sort of like when warriors are coming out of their own end, where wingers are usually doing that work. Do you know what I mean? How often do you mm. see a center? get back there and go, yep, yeah, I'll have a run. Yep, I'll have a run. So, oh, fuck, I'm big on Marcelo Montoya. Probably not going to get the upside you would in a lot of these other guys just because he's not, like you said, in a, on a profitable edge for the Warriors. Usually the points go down their right edge. But for someone that's probably available in freeze right now, you can pick oh, up and it's going to get you 40 yeah. points in base. Fuck, yes, please.
0: Yeah. And they're always handy to have in your CTW rotation. It's a, it's a massive crutch. If you've got like a player that's either injured or you've got like really shitty matchups, you can always just play him, get your 40 to 45 with a little bit of upside. Fuck. Like it it makes a lot of sense to have him in the rotation.
1: And while you know he's free now, because obviously Walker's been playing 5'8", and he's just lost out there. To be honest, you know he's obviously mm. a better player coming off the bench as that impact position. But you've got Volkman in here, nice kicking game. He's yeah. very slick with ball in hand. You've also got Metcalf that's due back tomorrow. Martin after his injury coming back. You've got guys there that'll come in this left edge that'll be. A lot more conducive to points for Marcelo Montoya once they start playing alongside him. So,
0: oh yeah, one of the reasons why they've been so right dominant is because firstly, SJ has been killing it, but also they've had a revolving door of left halves. Yep. So they they, they haven't had solidity, they haven't had like continuity. So they've they've gone to what's comfortable and what's what's um, normal for them, and that is going the right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Um. So VC options here. Uh, for the Warriors, SJ obviously DWZ on that right edge. Love that Harris is always worth a VC or a captaincy option, uh, even under an injury cloud. Still played uh, 80, yeah, 80 minutes yeah, in the yeah. weekend and killed it.
0: He's a beast,
1: isn't he? A fucking beast, bro. Um, and like you said, Fox worth a VC. Burton as well on that left SJ's edge. SJ is
0: definitely worth a VC or with the form that he's in. Cheeky little captaincy. Yeah,
1: for sure, man. I think he'll be he'll be up and about here. CNK. If you're rotating CNK in in and out of your CTW spots, mm. time to play him. Uh, Bulldogs conceding seventy seven points to fullbacks, so Oof. not a bad matchup for him. So, like I said, plenty of fucking points in this one. This is going to yeah. be. A good game to watch, I think.
0: This is going to be the the Supercoach Bonanza of the round, I think. Yep, I agree. Uh,
1: Fuck, do I have anyone in these two games? No, I have no one. Well, that's depressing.
0: Yeah. Um, I I also... Oh, I think I've got Aloapu, um, who's probably going to go to waivers this round. So, um, <laughs>
1: so he doesn't fuck yeah. up your AES.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, Josh Curran, obviously, you know, this is after waivers. He's actually, cleared. yeah,
0: yeah. Josh Curran he's coming in to replace Jackson Ford. Yep. He's he, big play. He's a great play um, to just a plug and play for this round. But he's been floating around into the team, just filling gaps. He's a, he's a habitual gap filler, isn't he?
1: Yep. Yep, you can Good. fucking fire Close. him up this week. The other guy that's really been um, impressing me as well is Hayes Perham. Now, mm. he's he under is, the radar. He is, but I looked at how many leagues own him, 60%. So he's owned by a lot of leagues, mm. uh, but he has been fantastic. Uh, he's been stringing some sexy scores together. And the last guy I want to talk about is Luke Thompson. He is due back round 16, obviously round 11 now. The closer it gets to that round 16, you know people are gonna, their ears are gonna start pricking up as his name gets start thrown around in podcasts and stuff like that. So if you've got space on your bench at the moment, he's not a bad pick up, um, and just stash because he will come back in this side. Dual
0: flexibility, everything. Oh, really, like, 55 to mad, 60 you're every week. You're yep. Be mad not to. 100.
1: All right, let's get to the next game Friday 8 p.m. Panthers v the Roosters, BlueBet Stadium. Ins and outs here, bro
0: so key ins and outs uh, we've got Liam Martin he's named in the reserve so he could be a late in um, definitely one to watch for late male um, Momorovsky is going to be out for, the rest, uh, for a large part of the season just with that shoulder injury that requires surgery Egan Butcher he's out with a concussion so Gussie my boy, he comes into the starting lineup at left to RF which is great um, interestingly Manu stays at 5'8 so he's definitely nice, going good. to get the 5'8 spot um, leaving Billy Smith at right center, which look with the base that he's provided in his first game back, even with the injuries um, that he's had previously, he's come back with a bang and he's 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 got upside, so he's he's always that likely type. But um, yeah, he's definitely one that I I'd be firing up if um, even with the matchup, I'd be firing up this round. Um, obviously, with Manu staying at fly late, Semi Walker's sitting there in reserve, so. We'll see what happens with him in the coming weeks.
1: Nice, bro. Uh, yeah, fuck, Billy Smith. Mm-hmm. Didn't he look good? Now, it's interesting because, I mean, looking at how Billy Smith played in the weekend and how much the Roosters value him, uh, because every time I mean he's been in and out of this side due to injury, he's fucking been injured for most of his career, but they obviously value him because as soon as he's healthy – he comes straight, 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 in. straight yeah. back in this side. So I wouldn't yeah. be surprised with Sualee going to Union that Billy Smith keeps his spot. Walker comes in back into this side, and Sualee goes to the wing.
0: Yeah, and look, I mean, one of the things I'll say is like Jackson Paulo hasn't really played poorly. No, I think they've just that they, they, the whole team has played poorly, so there hasn't been opportunities for him to score points, and he doesn't go searching for the ball.
1: Yeah. And and that's the thing. Like, obviously, Sam Walker is part of the Roosters' future. Mm -hmm. Billy Smith is obviously part of the Roosters' future. Su is not. Uh, I did read something, uh, and I don't know whether there's any credibility to it. I just read it passing on Instagram. But there are whispers of an early release.
0: So, I mean, they've got to free up some space in the salary Sombrero, don't they?
1: Oh, there's heaps of space under there, bro, <laughs> isn't there? There's always space. There's always space. Heaps of space. Uncle, Ni-
0: Uncle Nick will always find a couple of extra dollars to kick is around. It?
1: The bottomless paper bag, man. Fuck. <laughs> heaps of space in that cap. Wow. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, strengths and weaknesses for this game. So, Panthers' right attack obviously is a powerhouse. It's the best right attack in the business. Uh, Roosters leak points evenly on both edges. Uh, but they do leak a lot of points on their outer edges. So conceding a lot of points to centers and a, specifically wingers as well. So uh, mm. I do like that Panthers right edge with Critter and To'o to have some success. Uh, Panthers pretty much fought Knox when concerning supercoach points here, but they if they do have a weakness, it is their left edge defense. Um, uh, right edge defense. So left attacks right, left do left score attack, yeah. the majority of their points. Um, so if the Roosters are going to have any success in this game, it's going to be down that Kiri, Gussie, uh, Sualei, and uh, Corey, Allen Corey Allen edge. Yeah,
0: and I think look the the way that Sualei's been playing, the ball is not going to get past. No, so no, 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 no. I. Any any good matchup you've got against Corey Allen, let's shift that across to Joey Sualee. Isn't that yeah.
1: and that's the way you read it now, isn't it? It's like that's any the, you've
0: got to read it that way. Yeah.
1: Any matchup that is either Sualee or Corey Allen, it just means Sualee. If there's a matchup for try scoring, it's Joseph Sualee. You almost he, you
0: almost double you almost double down yes. on the matchup for the left center because the the left wing doesn't get the ball. No,
1: no, yeah. Cause I don't know whether I think it's just he's sm- he's smelling himself a bit, Joey. Oh, I think he's absolutely. he's the big union buy. He got moved to the center where he wanted to be. Everything's just coming up Sualeti, and he's just like, you know what? When I get the fucking ball, I'm gonna run because I'm the shit.
0: Yeah, high fives all around. I'm awesome. Look at me.
1: Yep. And we've talked about this. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many fucking individuals. When these, when the roosters start playing as a unit, start playing as a team, they will crush the opposition. But at the moment, where everyone just wants to have that highlight package,
0: yeah, it ain't working. I, I think this one, yeah, the Panthers are going to do them and do them quite easily. Oh. Uh, I, I think this I mean, one. The, the
1: Panthers haven't been didn't, great didn't either, didn't have cost- they?
0: No, they haven't. But I think thirteen plus, they they're definitely going, they're definitely going to outplay them, and I, I just don't see where the points. Just based on the form that they're in, I don't see where the points are going to come from yeah. for the um, for the Roosters.
1: Yeah, it's a worry. I do like Angus Crichton back starting. Hopefully, wow. he can get yes. big minutes because what he does for that left edge is just it is so understated because. Kiri loves to use his edgeback rowers. And you've he, seen it again and again this year with Egan Butcher. And, I mean, Egan Butcher's been fine for a front rower coming in and playing edgeback rower. But he's just not hit, hitting those gaps like Kiri wants him to be. He's just not... Exactly in the right he position.
0: He doesn't He doesn't have the footy footy IQ to know where to put no. himself.
1: He's bending the, the line. He's not breaking it. Gussie <laughs> breaks the line. And when that yeah. happens and Kiri can go to Gussie a couple of times early, bang, bang, and all of a sudden Gussie, he's making some inroads in the defense. He's breaking tackles. He's making offloads. That opens up that whole left attack then because everyone's worried about what Gussie's doing. All of a yeah. sudden Suwalee would chime in, Teddy on the sweep, that whole attack changes just because of how Angus Crichton plays. So I'm really, really interested to see how Angus Crichton goes in this game.
0: Yeah, and look, he's a a few games into his return, and look, he's he's gaining confidence each game. Obviously, got across the stripe last round. That's going to do the world of confidence for him. He wants to get back into the Blues squad. Um, Well, virtually retain his his position in the Mm. squad, so... He's going to be up for this massively, and I think he, between him, Rhea Hargreaves, and and those type of guys, I think that they'll they'll be there and, they're, and they're there their thereabouts if anything good does happen.
1: Yep. And just for the Angus Crichton owners, just be wary that Satili might come on and rest him. Obviously, Nat Butcher does have the you know the miles in his legs, had a better. Mm. Uh, Pre season training came to this, he's played all year. I wouldn't be surprised if Nat Butcher gets the 80 and Angus Crichton swaps in and out with Satilli Tupanua. Just keep that in the back in mind if you're thinking about VC or captaining Angus Crichton because um, th- 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 that may you know, happen.
0: I, I, I really don't think this is the game for it um, up against like one of the staunchest defences, especially against the left 2RF. Yeah, like Zach Hosking has owned that position, like at, owned that um, battle yep. every game that he's played. So yeah, I, I've got I've got Gassy, I've got some decent options for TRF, and I might be sitting him if I'm honest.
1: It's to be honest, bro, it's not a bad play just in case he only plays half the game, yeah. and against the best defensive outfit in the in the. In the game, you know he might
0: only. I've been conceding forty-four points to left RFs, Like it's, it, it, it like that is the lowest for a left 2RF. And that's two rfs playing eighty
1: minutes. So mm. yeah. yeah, exactly, for sure. Um, I've lost my space there.
0: Like, what are we doing? Top matchup sits. <laughs> top top matchup. So yeah, Sonuturuva, he's got a He's got a really good matchup. Um, Dromluai actually has a decent matchup. Sualee, so we doubled down on that because both the left wing and the left centre have a good matchup. So Sualee has a really good matchup, um, and outside of that, Zach Hosking has a decent matchup as well. Nice. Um, but yeah, um, looking at it, there's a lot of red in this one because obviously two defensively minded out- outfits. Um, my my big concern, and I did mention it before, was um, yeah, with the, with too many cooks in the kitchen, I just can't see where they're going to be breaking the line. Uh, for the Panthers. So yep. I do think that the Roosters are going to struggle for points, but it is going to be a good game. Um,
1: but yeah. So I did a bit of a deep dive today because uh, this is one of the games I'll be doing my best bet on for the Chase Your Losses podcast. And what I found with the Roosters is, like I said earlier, they do concede points to wingers. They just leak tries to wingers on their edges. But what they do is they leak points to whoever is the dominant attacking winger. So I went back through. Oh, that's and, interesting. Yeah, I went back through. I'll just try and get the stats up, but it was so interesting if I just go through all my – here we go. Round one, Osako, obviously the dominant uh, winger for the Finns. Mm. He scored two. Yeah. Round two, it didn't happen. But then in round three, uh, you had AJ and uh, Thompson score So for the Bunnies. And they had the bye Eels, you had Sivo score, Storm, Coates scored three. Uh, Against the Sharks, Mulatalo scored. Against the Dragons, Taotau Moga scored three. Um, And then on the weekend, you had um, Maz Talangi had a really good game and set up Chad Townsend. So there was some points out there on the dominant winger for the Cowboys as well. So what that brought me to is like, okay, what wing is scoring more points? Brian Toto's got four. Taruva's got two. Panthers are a more dominant right attacking team. I like Toto, bro.
0: Yeah. Look, I I, I totally agree. I do think that there is going to be um, a bit of meat on action for Toto. The only concern is with, and I've mentioned this to a couple of people who've asked questions about Toto this, uh, this season, like he's a he's a victim of how well Crit has gone.
1: 100
0: critters, critters not getting the ball outside him because he hasn't needed him. Like no. in a lot of circumstances, he, he's breaking the line himself. So, look, the trials are going to come. Um, the, the only concern is, um, in not to the same degree as Sueli, but he is a bit of a selfish footballer, uh, critter. Uh, obviously, he, he sees himself as a fullback and he, he has that type of running style. So, he doesn't he's a he's a run first pass second type of um type of center and that's not the guy that you want inside of your winger.
1: No, but I we saw that his success becomes became To'o's advantage of the weekend. So they rushed up, they tried to hit Critter, To'o got space. And we did see To'o back to his best. He made twenty-four runs, fourteen points and tackle breaks. I just we just need more of that from
0: To'o. Um it's funny when, when a team doesn't do the um, the little things like kick to to Roover and all that sort of stuff, the Panthers just get a really nice roll on because those easy, cheap post-contact meters that he gets in his first run is just outrageous.
1: Yeah. So if you're a total owner like me, what you want is them to go to Critter early, a couple of times early in the game, and him have some success, a couple of tackle breaks, maybe a line break, and then all of a sudden... Joey Suolei will want to get up and so will Corey Allen and try and stop Critter and that'll give to awesome space. So, yeah, it's just one of those things. Sometimes it can be a hindrance. It can be a hindrance if a guy doesn't pass the ball and isn't doing anything with the ball. Do you know what I mean? Mm, If he's just doing that, if he's getting the ball, he's hogging it and he's doing nothing with it, that is the worst case scenario. But – if he gets the ball and he's scoring tries and he's looking amazing and and you know teams are doing video on him now and he's one of the top 3 guys that they need to study that's good for the outside guys you know it's yeah. sort of like the it's david Fafita double,
0: double marking up on him and all that exactly. sort of stuff. just it, opens up space
1: exactly it's the david Fafita um effect that you know the titans have with Brian mm. Kelly and AKP having so much space on the left there so yeah, obviously being a Brian To'o owner, I watched this very intently and I almost sold him a couple of weeks ago because I was like, it's just not working out. But on the weekend, I saw a lot at the end of the tunnel with defences marking up on Critter. That, if that continues, To'o is going to be sweet. But if Critter now starts not doing anything and falls off the edge of a cliff, again, he's not. He's still not going to pass the ball. It's just going to be defences that are going to be
0: worried about him. Exactly.
1: Uh, moves here, look, Billy Smith.
0: I, I mean, Billy Smith out of those ones is probably the only one that you can easily get. I mean, there's a lot of people who've dropped um, Liam Martin. So if he's if he's floating around in waivers, maybe pick him up for a, a pickup. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it, it might be a couple of weeks until he's back to full stride. So he's just going to be a bit of a stash for you.
1: Yep, I agree. Yeah, in these two
0: oh, sides. It's a Peachy. Yeah, a he's not
1: a bad one as for, well. Yeah, the the
0: class, classic, probably more than more than anything. But obviously, with Tongo back in, oh, was it three rounds? Three,
1: yeah, three weeks.
0: Three or three or four weeks. Um, like you'd be you'd be crossing your fingers that he does play that round sixteen by. But yeah, no, nothing's really in stone just yet. Yep, for sure. Uh
1: what's this? This is the third game. Uh, so still VC land here. Cleary, obviously. Brian Toll, we've talked about him to, to the death. Uh, Dylan Edwards continues to be fucking safe as houses, so you can always put him in there. Um, mm. For the Roosters, <sighs> Manu.
0: Yeah, Manu. Probably the um, only guy. Look, I, I I would personally be avoiding this game like the plague for any any captaincy or VC options. I mean, Cleary is the obvious one like heavy heavy average for the season is um he's almost an unbackable favorite to always score well but look they're both really quality defensive outfits. They're not gonna allow the spread too much. Um yeah, I do feel like there's gonna be a bit of points through the middle for the Roosters, but mm. um and then maybe a few points through the, the hooking spot as well for um uh through Kenny and Sonny Luke.
1: I tell you what I've noticed with Kenny and I've always been uh big critic of his, his service from dummy half has been absolutely impeccable. Like the balls that he's getting Cleary and Luai are on point. They're, they're Damien Cook-esque. That's how good they are. <laughs> so he's obviously been working on his passing game off the ground and it looks really good.
0: Yeah. And look, uh, that's that's all they need from him yep. um, because they, they don't – but I mean, they do have Sonny Luke on the bench to provide that little bit of guile from dummy half and all that sort of stuff. But, um, to start the game, that's all they need. distribution, mm. distribution. yep, um get the boys the ball it, exactly. exactly. Giving good service, good early ball, and they'll do the rest. um it hasn't hasn't worked out <laughs> that way all season, but I mean, they're giving themselves the best opportunity if they can do if they can continue to do that. For sure.
1: All right, let's get in the Saturday 3 p.m. game. Bunnies v. the Unstoppable Tigers, uh, Acor Stadium. What is the ins and outs here, bro?
0: So ins and outs, the the Bunnies are an easy one. Uh, They're 1-13. So they're still going through a bit of the forward rotation. So I'm A. starts with Totola, then Jairo and Turgis will get equivalent minutes. So... They're really sharing the minutes around. Um, Totola had a bit of a drop last week. Um, I think he dropped a, a 36 or something like that. So um, no one's really an absolute lock in this team um, so far as front row forward minutes or or point scoring. So yeah, if you if you're looking to get some a solid output, maybe you might need to look elsewhere. But um, yeah, outside of that, Bateman was a laid out magic round with the hamstring awareness. We mentioned that earlier. Um, he's been named this round, um, but he may not be risked, and he'd just be a straight swap for Asuka Power anyway. Yeah. So um, outside of that, the Tigers keep their winning form there as well. What they're one to thirteen.
1: Yes, interesting here. Uh, the bunnies really staunch in defence and have been all year. Uh And the Tigers just playing with a bit of loose abandonment at the moment, obviously. Mm. You know, they know they're not going to win any premierships this, this year, so they're just going for it and playing sort of backyard footy. Luke Brooks has looked really good. Um, and I always say that teams like this, where they've just got nothing to lose and knowing giving them a chance, are really dangerous. But oh, yeah. in saying that, the Bunnies win this and they win this well. Uh, the bunnies starting to even up their attack a little bit here, left and right. They've been right dominant for most of the year. Two, last two or three rounds, they have been feeding the left, which makes them an even more dangerous side, I reckon. You know, if they can use both sides of the ruck. Obviously, Latrell, his passing is is equally as good from left to right that it is right to left. So, uh, yeah, I love the bunnies here to continue. They're just dominance, man. They're looking so good. Uh, I do like uh their right attack in this one, uh the Tigers shit house left defense, it will leak points. So if you know, Luttrell, Ilias, uh Campbell Graham, fuck, the South Sydney Strangler, <laughs> if any of those guys can get a bit of space. South
0: Sydney Strangler.
1: He will- <laughs> he will absolutely <laughs> kill it. Um, Tigers' right attack, it actually does have a pretty good matchup here. But like I said, the bunnies, they've just been really defensively sound, and they have been for most of the year. Uh, David Nafaluma looked really good on the weekend. But in saying that, we know what David Nafaluma's about. He's a Greg Marzu type. Great in attack. He will leak points. I wouldn't be surprised if AJ gets some fucking meat here as well. Um, yeah, I'll I tell just. You
0: what, putting, putting AJ down for the double. Oh, I um, know. I, I think I think I might be doing that.
1: Camel Graham okay. double, AJ double. There you go. Um, yeah, I, I, bunnies are just fucking unstoppable at the moment. They they look really good. And to be honest, if we're looking at form, probably my twenty twenty three premiership favourites.
0: Ooh, I don't know. Coming up against the um, the a fully fully fit Broncos. Oh,
1: yeah. fucking shock me! He brings the Broncos up.
0: Hey, hey, hey! Look. Who's top of the league? Who's top of the league? Just just tell me that. Mate. Anyway, we're we're we the we're the fucking beers? <laughs> um, oh, 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 that, that's oh. a low blow. Sorry mate, I'll take that back. Yeah, please. Um, no, but I, I I do think that um if the Broncos come up against the Bunnies fully full two full uh, lineups, I think it's going to be bloody close because you add in Kalil Matangi, you add in Haas, you add in uh, Ezra Mam. It's a tight game. It it's probably a is. Really tight game. It
1: probably is the form grand final at the moment. If you're going to pick two oh. sides to play in a form grand final right now, it probably is Bunnies versus Broncos, which sort of excites me as well because like it's just good to have other teams that are killing it. Yeah. So we stopped talking about the panthers. It's just oh. – it gets boring. Panthers, well, we stopped, we, storm, roosters. Well, we, 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 blah. Stopped talking,
0: we stopped talking about the storm and started talking about the roosters, and then we stopped talking about the roosters and started talking about the panthers, and then we went back to talking about the storm. It was, it's uh-huh. just fucking boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can, no. we,
1: can we get another side in here that, that – <laughs> Exactly. And look, I'm – and it's funny because – I'm a Roosters fan. Well, yeah, like I, I have to back someone. I'm a Roosters fan, which means I have to hate the Bunnies. But fuck me, I love watching the Bunnies play.
0: Ooh, I love they, they, watching the Bunnies play. They have the, the right type of footy. The <laughs> right type
1: of footy. And I – Latrell Mitchell's is my favourite player in the comp. I love watching Latrell. I can't – I don't get cunts that fucking give him shit. Like what? You ask for rugby league to have characters – to have guys, to have villains, to have heroes, and one guy stands up and he is that, and then everyone shoots him down. It's like,
0: I I, I don't get it. I agree with that to a point, except for... When people are giving it to him on the sideline, I love that bit of banner that he has with him. No, no,
1: no, that's that's exactly it. Like, cause he gives yeah. it back to him. I
0: love it. I love it. That's it.
1: He plays up for the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, I, I could imagine when he's lining up.
0: So, it would be so boring if we didn't have those type of players. I know,
1: and that's that's what I don't get. So people want those players, and then in the media they're like, oh, he's egotistical. He's this. He's that. Whatever. He's always getting bashed in the media at some point. And I'm just like, this is who we want. We want these guys. And like you said, like when he's lined up for those kicks, you you know that the crowd is just giving it to him. And when he nails those sideline kicks, he turns around and goes, yeah, what about it? And then when he misses it, he turns around. I saw him, it might have been last week or the week before, but he like sort of like, oh, okay, give it to me. He was sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah I deserve it. Yep, yeah, give it to me. He's the best, man. I love yeah. Latrell. It's what and this game needs.
0: Yeah, and he's, he is a good role model for kids and all that sort of stuff. Um, he, he does... Show up. Um, he went to the, a couple of the grounds. saw saw some of his younger fans and all that sort of stuff. Like he, he's great for the game. He's great for the game. I think the the media do go after him a little bit too much sometimes, and that, and and then you've got the fucking Muppets as well that go after him as well. But no, nah, he's a ledge.
1: So good. I love that. Like on the weekend where he just started palming guys' faces, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's striking. That's striking." I was like, "Come on." He pushed his face. It's yeah. it's a physical game. Can we not make this Oztag? Like, fuck me. That's good. Rail them up. Do it it more. Do it more. Use an
0: elbow. Use an elbow. Use a forearm.
1: (laughs) Let's go back to the 80s. Come Uh, on. Oh, oh God. God. Uh, All right. Top matchups and sits for this game, bro.
0: So, Appy Kurosawa actually has a fucking fantastic matchup Mm. in this one. So, the the bunnies have been conceding bulk points through the hooking spot. So, they've been conceding about 70 points a game. It's definitely one that i will be looking at um, for him up. If you're rotating a couple of um, hookers, uh, he's definitely one that I'll be looking at uh, outside of that um, cheek. Am has a really good matchup. So the um, the tiger has been conceding bulk points through that, um, that right edge and, um, so, Isaiah Papaliti and Luke Brooks combining to miss a lot of tackles between them. Mm. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a little bit of um, flimsy defense there. On the other side of the ball, um, uh, Damien Cook also has a good matchup. So, the Tigers have been conceding 69 points a game. So, definitely one to look at there. And then Stafford Tower is the only one with another good matchup. So, um, oh, and Ken Murray, sorry. So, but those ones are a bit more vanilla. So, Rest of it, it's it seems like it's going to be a bit more of a um a bit of a hand um arm wrestle. Tigers
1: are a weird team, aren't they? Because like when we put up, they're the, not
0: conceding points, man. They're, they're not, not conceding not points. super, coach, super points. coach points.
1: No, yeah, no. So they've actually been pretty good, super coach wise defensively. So there a
0: lot more. There was a lot more red in this one than I was expecting.
1: Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. One guy that definitely deserves to be picked up is this Dream Buller. Uh, he looks oh, the goods. Yes. Uh, So last two games, 60 and a 59, and really only just two try assists to his name. But it's sort of been his defensive work that's really impressed me. And and when young guys are putting an effort in defense like that, you know that they're putting their hand up to stay in this team because that's that's really why young kids get hooked in teams is defensive issues. So Buller's been fantastic at the back there. Saved save the try on the weekend. Saved the game against – because mm. Ravala was in for all money. So, you know, that actually saved the game for the Tigers and won them that game. So, yeah, he's definitely worth a pick-up. Only available fullback, which is a bit of a kick in the dick. But, one, I think he should be picked up so no one else can pick him up. Yep. Uh, and maybe you're running with a, a sort of lower-end type fullback. Maybe you've got CNK and or um, who I said, Chris, someone like that at your fullback spot. Well, all I mean, those- even, if
0: you're, even if you are running those guys, you just pump them into your CTW and you've got yourself a, a backup fullback well, 100%, immediately.
1: 100%. Yeah, that's 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 a good point. Well, yeah, so you put them in your CTWs and Buller becomes your fullback. But just because it's the fullback spot, don't be afraid to stream these guys either. All positions are streamed. Yeah.
0: Oh, exactly. And it all depends on what you've got available at your disposal. If you can grab a second fullback and you're you're running like a cooler or someone like that and like you're you've obviously had a had an injury at fullback or you've traded out to to bulk up another position, yeah, streaming for sure based on matchups.
1: I mean it's hard to stream guys if you're not on the Patreon, but if you are on the Patreon, the weekly rub down Patreon, it's very easy. The stats are all yeah. there. Read it black and white or red and green, however you want to take it. But very easy to pick up guys and rotate guys in and out of your side. Due to the matchups that you can read on the Patreon, it's a piece of piss. I do it every week and I'm a moron. So if I can do it, anyone
0: I can I can, I can definitely agree with anyone
1: that. can do it. And like I've said Walker very hard to understand when words are coming out of his mouth, but when he does spreadsheets, very easy to understand. That's the difference there. He does yeah, a spreadsheet very nicely,
0: and we're we're working through it. We we're getting suggestions here and there from the patron crew who look there, they've made suggestions about new new things to add in and all that sort of stuff. So it's been it's been a good development. So I think we've we've got a product product now on there that, that we can get out each week get people the information when we need it and then yeah it's starting to really take form
1: exactly and it's a lot of work guys no one else is doing this we're the only ones that are putting this much effort and giving this much uh, providing this much detail into matchups for Supercoach. no one else is doing it so i mean yep. five dollars please i told you twenty dollars but i was like no no make it five oh you yeah. know it's all for the listeners, blah, blah, blah. But I was more like, fuck the listeners, make it twenty, twenty five. I said maybe 50, but anyway, Walker's looking after you. <laughs> um, what are we? Oh, fourth game, so we're straddling VC and captaincy. Yeah. I mean, bunnies, 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 Trell, Walker, Graham, please. They should all yes. fucking eat in this game.
0: Yeah, and look, I, I, I would normally say Murray, but he has not been in scoring form in the last few rounds, so... You might want to, um, might want to VC out best. No captaincy on, on him though. Yep, for sure, for sure.
1: All right, let's get into the next game. Saturday, five thirty PM. Cows v Dragons. Oh, Queensland, how
0: good! Country Can't wait for this stadium.
1: one, <laughs> Oh god, maybe oh. maybe drink. You'll drink have a good game for once, please. <laughs> um, Dragons, weird team. They're a team of extremes. Extremely dominant on their right attack, like so glaringly obviously dominant on that right attack. And then the same is for their weakness on their left edge defense. So it's like heavy green on the right and attack. Heaps of red on the left in defense. So that's where I see the advantages in this game. Dragons' right attack will have a, a really good matchup, and the Cows' right attack will have a really good matchup just because of the Dragons. I think they dictate this game and where the matchups lie just because of those extremes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ins and outs for this one. So we've got uh, Lolo is still waiting for the return from his knee injury. Lomax, still left right out. So Maxi guy keeps his left center spot for the moment. Um, Moga, he was, he's yet to return from his shoulder injury. He's definitely one to watch um, just because when and if he does come back, he's a real option as a cheapie in Classic. He's got a huge negative break even. So definitely one to keep in the black books there. Jaden Sullivan's named on the bench again for that um, that weird rotation where Hunt goes to Hooker. Jaden Sullivan comes in at right half, and then, yeah, the the team kind of floats around that. So it it was a little bit clunky last round, didn't work that well, but obviously um, Sullivan had a really good game um, just in his personal game and then, yeah, scored two tries. But to be honest, he he could have started the game there Mm. and and played well. But I think that what they're trying to do is in the next few rounds – Build up Benny Hunt's um, match fitness for playing hooker, and they'll Mm. look to get him to play out the game. Maybe keep like a um, an Mbai on the bench just for coverage if they need it. And yeah, there you go.
1: Sorry, bro. I completely just skipped over your whole ins and outs then, and just went straight into whatever I wanted to say. I've had a few beers. I'm starting to. That's right. I'm starting to go here. I'm ripping and tearing. Um. Okay. Yeah. Again, this is sort of like the Dogs Warriors game. I think there'll be plenty of Super Coach points on offer. Get um. Defense to one side. For sure. Like. Yeah. Don't pack the tackling bags. Don't need them, boys. Um. Just all attack in this one. Uh. Dragons right. I mean. Even. I think Benny Hunt. He plays both sides of the ruck, so it doesn't really make. Yes, he's sitting mm. out there on the left. Uh, in defence. But in attack, he's everywhere, and he'll have his hands on the ball whenever the Dragons are attacking. So I think he's up for a big one here. Um, Just a couple of players that I do want to talk about. So Ruben Cotter, uh, he played 69 minutes on the weekend. Nice. Yes, nice. uh, And had a fucking blinder. So I'm an owner, and all the owners out there would be like, he's been pretty underwhelming at times. But I think that might have just spelled it out for the Cowboys. Just play him minutes; he'll be out there. He'll put a great effort in, and he'll be in and around there. I mean, let's have a look at how many missed tackles he had. Yep, fucking none. So yeah. <laughs> just play yeah. him for bulk minutes. He'll get it. He'll get their fucking job done. Scored yeah. a try. Um, what I'm trying to and say he's here: more, he's
0: more he's more likely to play bulk minutes, playing at the lock position as well. So. And I don't think he sacrifices that that much. Um, no, they he, fucking he, need he him. Runs, he runs more. He tackles less at the lock spot. So, yeah, I, I do like that.
1: I th- it's just it's a good sign for owners. Maybe we can get back to that 60-65 average. That w- it's what we wanted when we drafted him, and right? Con- so,
0: conversely, great time to pick him up. Huge.
1: What a buy low point right mm. now. Get yep. him in. Because um, like
0: the owners would be frustrated, and they would see this as an opportunity to sell, in their mind, to sell high on him. Yep. Um, thinking that this is a bit of a flash in the pan. Let's let let's let's get him out, get someone for him. Um, yeah, I think that I think it's a great great idea.
1: The other guy that I would like to buy low on is Zach Lomax. Like, if Zach Lomax mm-hmm. is owned by someone that's coming sort of at the back end of the table. I'd be approaching them and saying, do you want to unload Zach Lomax? Obviously not playing. He's playing in resis at the moment. Who knows when he'll be back. There's no sort of whispers or word on when they want him to back. A bit like Sam Walk at the moment, who's another great target. Uh, I'd be going to get Zach Lomax as well. I think he'll come back better. Um, he'll be working on his game, probably working on his kicking as well. He was a little bit shaky there with his goal kicking. Um, I think he's got a few off-field issues that he needs to work out. Once he's sorted all that out, you know, he's been pretty good. He hasn't I, saw, been-
0: I saw some stat about his goal kicking in particular, and he's dropped like 2 to 3% at least in his percent goal percentage mm. of kicking for the last like five seasons, and it's progressively gone down, down, down. And this season it's like 60%. Yeah, yeah. Mate, you could almost kick him better than that.
1: And yeah, i you kid. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Toe punt <laughs> straight over from the sideline.
0: Oh, love the old male toe punt. That's <laughs> yep, how good.
1: Yep. Set it up on sand and just fucking toe poke the fuck oh. out of the cunt. Bang, straight over. It's sad like, they dot, don't have the sand. See anymore. you later. Yeah. Um, yeah, so nice by low anyway. Yes. On the Cowboys side, like I do like the Cowboys in this game. It's just really hard to know where the points are going to come from. Scott Drinkwater, super busy. He's everywhere, right? Like mm-hmm. he is joining on the spot. And I think if the Cowboys are going to score points, he'll have his fingerprints on some of them. Um, yeah, it's just it's hard, isn't it?
0: Talk about. I think some- I think I think they're really going to be pushing it out on that right edge. And I do think that Dearden and um, Carl Felt will be. Going going large. Kyle Felt Everybody, scores, he, doesn't he? Cole Kyle, Kyle Felt is he's, he's a lockers the ATS for sure.
1: Kyle Felt scores, Ravaloa scores. They're probably yeah. the only two things you can take away from this game with certainty. Um talk about some top matchups and sits for this game, bro.
0: Yep, so I touched on a couple of them with Kyle Felt and Dearden. So I think both of those will have a really good one. Uh Benny Hunt has a really good matchup. Mm. Um he shifts across So when Sullivan starts, Sullivan will come and he'll play right side and um, Amon shifts to the left. So that's something to take into account. So Amon will play the majority of the game on the left side. So Amon has a decent matchup this round. Not really super coach relevant this season, but um, might be be a half plug and play if you're really scratching for a 5-8. Uh, Reuben Ruben Cotter has a decent matchup. We've got Jaden Sewer. He's a great pickup. If he's available in any of your waivers. Why is he still David, so low ownership? We we've been I talking about un- him for I, six weeks. I, I can't understand it. He's been he was out out injured for a little while. Um I think it's the stain of the dragons, but he's been pumping out fifties and, and, and all that for God knows how long. So, he, look, he, he, needs, he needs to be in
1: size. He scored 38 in round one, uh, round two, sorry, which is a poor game, granted. The other game he played poorly in was round five, but that's because he was injured or got bin. I can't remember, but he only played 24 minutes. Other than those two games, these are his scores 66, 73, 53, 59, 57. Why the fuck he is he so low? Teams. Yeah. 32.3%. What is happening, guys? Go get him. He's fucking yeah. great.
0: For sure. Um, outside of that, uh, Blake Laurie has a really good matchup along with Jack Locker. DeBellin. So um, Blocker Blocker has been going really well, going off on a really good clip. Jack DeBellin has been like – he's lifted his game massively and he is one of the form uh, forwards in the in the comp at the moment, if I'm honest. Um but yeah, outside of that, Cyril Sloan has a decent matchup. So, um Cows have actually been conceding bulk points through the um, the fullback spot, conceding seventy four points per game to fullbacks. So, <sighs> yeah, might be might be a bit of an issue for them, like second phase play and all that sort of stuff. So that's typically where the, they'll concede points through the guts. Um Yeah, like uh, I, I do, like I said before. Double and down, I do think the Dearden has one of the better matchups, um, along with um, Benny Hunt slash alone. Nice. Um, just looking at our boy Blake
1: Laurie Blocker, um, average score fifty-eight. Hello.
0: Uh he- scored scored two tries this season, so Bro, Hare, yeah. what do you reckon the percentage ownership is off the top of your head? Oh mate, it would be it would be low, maybe like fifteen. Sixty seven percent.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love Night. that. Everyone, oof, love, oof, everyone oof, loves you. I everyone fucking love. You. I'm like a proud, a proud father here. Like sixty-seven percent. Oh, oh, that's so good. That fucking warms your heart, that shit right it there. It does.
0: The cockles, warms the cockles. Mate,
1: 50, last four games, 55, 56, 57, 52, black Laurie. Bankable, just bankable. Oh, boy. Oh, fucking boy. Look at him go, bro. Look at him fucking just go. Just proud as punch. Yeah, oh, dude. that's good. And yeah, like I said,
0: Jack DeBell. let's have a look at his scores. He has been fucking killing. Jack, Jack, Jackie has been going really good, um, especially since um, starting. Yeah, as so soon as he started, he, he's just been going off. 52, late.
1: 63, 71, 91. So he's just been increasing. So 91 last week, you would think he scores what what? 120?
0: Oh <laughs> wish. trajectory? Uh, he, he got he got a handy little um, <laughs> It's linear trajectory. Like look at it. Oh, it yeah. must be 120 what that, next. What it? Yeah. It's it's a lock. It's uh, a lock. Oh
1: god. Um yeah, Thomas Thomas did, and he's been good. Yeah, fuck. Uh, another game, just heaps of points, I think. Lots yes. of points. Thomas um, Dearden Thomas Thomas Dearden Thomas, Thomas uh, Captaincy options here. Hunt for sure with his matchup I don't mind yeah. him as a captaincy yep. option uh, Drinky just because 74 points conceded to fullbacks I think you can captain him and Cotter coming off that huge game I think you can captain him as well
0: Yep yeah. uh, I don't I don't think they're being so late in the round I don't think there are too many options. Are other options that you'd want to uh, entertain a captaincy on? Yep, for sure. Right, BC I should say.
1: Let's get into the Saturday 7.35 p.m. game. Raiders v. Eels GIO Stadium. In's and outs, bro. Gotcha. There you go. All
0: right. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> uh, so, this one, Xavier Savage. Hunted. Uh, Albert Kelly. Uh, uh, sorry, Albert uh, Hopper. Albert Kelly. That's a that's a while, a while ago. Oh, wow. Uh, Albert, Hop- Albert, Hop- Albert Hoppawati. You popped the vino, did you? <laughs> popped something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> With brain cell, <laughs> so Z- Xavier Xavier Savage has been punted on the first opportunity. Um, from even though he scored a try, uh, Albert Albert I it again. Albert is back from injury, so he slides straight back into that left wing spot. Mm. Mitch Moses is ruled out with that grade one concussion symptoms, so Jake Arthur comes in at halfback. What we're expecting to happen is Gutho will take on the goal-kicking duties, which is a decent uptick for him. If you've got him in your teams, he will be worth the captaincy. Um, And Andrew Davey retains that right to our spot ahead of Carty and Maddow. But one thing is that Maddow off the bench is probably better than Maddow starting. Agreed. yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh no real obvious matchups here. If anything, I would say the Eels left attack. Uh, it has a little bit of a matchup anyway, but with Moses out, I think uh Brown will command more ball down
0: his oh, edge. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I, th- I think the the Dylan Brown Micah Sevo combo is mm-hmm. going to go large. Large, large, large.
1: And the matchups are there regardless of Moses being in or out. So with him out, you can just put your stamp of approval straight on that left edge for the Eels. Uh, Everyone there, I think, Sean Lane, Dylan Brown, Michael Sivo, Gutho, like you said, with the goal kicking, is very sexy as well. I think this will be a really close game, though. Raiders have been gritty. They've been playing really well. I think, you know, the... The experiment of Seb Chris at the fullback has worked out a treat Jared Croker's come in um, and the defensive issues that he's had in the past have just disappeared. He's been fucking staunch as mm. hell. Matty Tomoko is a true strike weapon for the Raiders now. We've oh, always. How, good
0: is, how good has he been?
1: Mate, we've been talking about the Raiders, they need an yeah. X Factor, and everyone's going, well, oh, when they get Savage back – they don't need him. They've got Tomoko. Tomoko is fucking yeah. loose. Um, Jamal Fogarty has been solid. Uh, and then Hudson Young. Huddy Young has come back to the Young scene. Hudson
0: Young, he's back. He's he back, is.
1: baby. And the man, the myth, the legend, Big Red. Oh, big Red. The bra. Fuck, he has been <laughs> killing it, bro. Yeah. Unbelievable. If anyone,
0: if anyone has picked him up, it, just give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> it's been an absolute.
1: Unless you're guru. Don't do that. You do it. Oh, you do it. Yeah. You pat yourself on the back enough for everyone, champ.
0: <laughs> it's actually true. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, outside of like looking at um, matchups, yeah, uh, Albert, Albert Hopperwhitey has a decent matchup. I mean, the obvious one is is Mike Casivo and Dylan Brown. I do think that that is going to be quite profitable. Uh, Andrew Davey has a decent matchup as well. Elliot Whitehead does on the other side of the field. Um Sean Lane actually has a bad matchup. Um, and I think that might have to do with the spread of um of points is usually out to the wing. Mm. So the defensive frailty of um of Rapana in defense is it might be the issue. Yeah. So that's probably that. Hayes, Hayes Dunster has a fucking sensational matchup, but he's
1: he's dun- awful. He's a Hayes dumpster. So
0: he is he is a dumpster of super coach <laughs> points of, of super coach potential. So not looking at him. There is a bit of red in this one. So guys like Jermaine Hopgood don't have a good matchup. Um Sean Lane, uh Junior Paulo, um Starling, Hudson Young has a, has doesn't have a great matchup. Even Maddie Tomoko doesn't have a great matchup as well. So a lot of guys that um that you would hope go well aren't really going that well, but um King Gutho is one that um, has a decent matchup. And then he's also got that uptick, like I mentioned before with the goal kicking. So mm. he's shown that he can slot them. Um Maybe not so much from the sideline, but um definitely one to to look at if you've got him in your teams.
1: Yeah. Not a lot of moves to be made here draft wise. I think everyone that needs to be picked up have, would have been already picked up, but yeah. We're talking about captaincy options, obviously being the late Saturday night game. Like I said, King Gutho is not a bad one. Uh Tapané for the Raiders is a decent uh, captain CEO. From Dylan Brown, 100%. He will be everywhere in this game. You even saw when Moses went off, all of a sudden Dylan Brown started playing both sides of the field. I expect him to continue that sort of play and take hold of this Eels team. The other one is Ryan Madison. Like you said, coming off the bench, playing less minutes is better for him. And you can see it in the stats last week he played 52 minutes scored 78 the yeah. week before he played 74 minutes
0: scored 59 it's the it's the quality of the minutes that he has on the field yep. and like the the lower the minutes the better the attacking upside that he has as yep. well so these BPM rises, and yeah, that's it, not the only thing that rises. That's mm, for
1: sure. Yep, all owners' dicks rises. To be honest, that's. What <laughs> I was, I
0: was, <laughs> I was very subtly <laughs> alluding to it, but yes,
1: nothing subtle about me, bro. All the fucking uh, cool out it is. Dicks will be rising uh, when Maddo comes off the
0: bench. Oh, fucking right, humming. Captain, so, captain, CVC options. You are really just looking at Brown, Guffo, and Tapene in this one? Did I not just no say way- this? No. No, you didn't. Yeah, you probably did.
1: <laughs> I did. I one hundred percent. Again, G- Gato, Uh, Yes, Dylan yes. Brown. Yes, um, Mato. Yes, We've even gone like cool, this.
0: even like Big Red. If you if you're struggling for captaincy options, he will do a job for you. He will Bank, get you bankable will, 60. Your 70. Yeah, bankable for sixty sure. for sure. Um,
1: yeah. All right, let's get in the next game. Sunday, two p.m. Knights v Titans, McDonald's Jones Stadium. Ins and outs here, bro.
0: <laughs> Ins and outs. So. The Elliot uh, Adam Elliot watch. It can finally finish. He's back. He's on the bench. Um, Kurt Mann's out injured. Um, and Matty Croker has been named at lock, but he'll obviously share a lot of minutes with Adam Elliot. Um, so we've got uh, Foran. He's named after that strong performance last week, but there's no signs of Brumo just yet. Um, with Jaden Campbell um, staying at that fullback spot. Interestingly, Keeney is in the reserves. He's not on the bench, so he won't be sharing t- any time with Jaden Campbell, which is interesting. But, yeah, apart from that, no signs of Vero's just yet. So we'll see what happens with that.
1: Another big SuperCoach game, this one. Oh,
0: uh, yep. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of green. It's got a bit of red, but, yeah.
1: Yep. Alt Again, green. no need to pack the tackling bags. Uh, Titans, obviously one of the more dominant left edges in attack. Yeah. Um, both Knights edges are pretty horrible in defence, so I just I think it's the Knights, uh, the Titans left edge that'll have the, the matchup just because they're so dominant that down that side. Knights uh, should be able to push the ball both sides of the ruck. Titans are weak versus left attack, so KP in this side, Greg Mars, you at their best. I think all of those guys are up for a really big game. But to be honest, uh, there's a lot of Super Coach points on offer in this game. Like I said, Jaden Campbell at fullback looking really good. AKP, ATS special. Again, that David Fafita effect is just so good for Brian Kelly and AKP. They've just got so much space out there. But David Fafita himself is playing like a man fucking possessed. I can't believe how well he's playing. But he's he?
0: like, it's not just it's not just like him him playing better. It's him like putting a lot more effort in. It's mm. the effort plays that have gone up. It's not like the the headline plays. It's it's him making the big runs. It's him taking the the hard tackles. Mate, it's twenty five like tackles, out- seventeen oh.
1: runs a game. That's what he's averaging. Like he's just. Rolling the sleeves up, and like
0: this is this is gonna—he's playing his way back into a Maroons jersey. Has to be picked, and, bro. Has to, he, he, he has to be there somewhere. And look, I yes, Cape is um is the incumbent there, but fuck, I'll be picking I'll be picking Dave for feeder
1: easily, because the way that he's playing, you know that he's going to be talked about in the Blues camp, right? All of a sudden, like we keep saying, that opens up that whole left attack just by having him named in the side. It yep. just it just can't be understated, the the effect of having someone so damaging. You don't even have to give him the ball. Just have him out there. No, no, exactly. So, yeah, he's been fantastic. We picked him up in the list in the league in a bet, and fuck me, he's a captaincy option every week. Just oh. keep the band on him. like pfft.
0: Especially this late in the round, you'd just be, like, captain in, set and forget happy days love and life bro
1: 96 76 82 84 114 100 in those one, two, three, four, five, six games he's only scored one try and those are the scores he's pumping out that is
0: fucking outrageous mm-hmm. that is outrageous mm-hmm. and he was scoring those those sort of those sort of scores one every two games and he'd be scoring like one to two tries to, to get, get those scores i know i know and now he's just doing it based on effort plays and it's I, i'm i'm all about it I was worried that when he signed so early in the season that his um his effort and his drive and all that sort of stuff would fall away, but it's gone the other way. I know. Kieran foreign
1: I, I love it. Kieran Foreign just fucking grabbing him by the dick and just going, get here, be here, you're not where I want you to be, run behind, run in front, like just that sort of direction and that experience that Foz brings into this side has just changed David Fafita's career. That's how. That's how For monumental sure. it has been. The effect on David Federer. It's been crazy, and everyone's talking about it. We're not saying anything new here, but fuck, he has to get picked, David Federer.
0: All he, right, he has to be there somewhere. And look, uh, with the matchups, I would. I would literally be playing any of the uh, of the back back five from either side. Yep. Law, so many points. All, all are, of them. I know. So many points are on offer here. Uh, top matchup sits, bro. What are we looking at here? So top top matchups, um, statistical matchups. Um, obviously, we've got uh, Jojo Fafida or um, or Philip Sammy. They both have decent matchups. Brian Kelly has a half-decent one. Tanner Boyd has a really good matchup. So Knights have been conceding nearly 80 points per game to right halves. So very, very interesting one there. They've obviously been attacking a fair bit down with Philip Sammy. They've been getting a lot of joy down there. They've been scoring more tries down the left edge, but yeah, a little bit of attacking upside on the right edge too. Uh, we've got uh, Daniel Safida. so sorry, Daniel Safiti, and Leo Thompson both have a decent matchup through the guts. Kalen Ponga has a fairly good matchup. They've been the Titans have been conceding fifty-four points to left halves. Um, and then uh, outside of that, uh, Dave Fafita has a good matchup, which is um, a very good Ooh. sign for owners. So score they've been conceding 69 points on average to left RFs. So hello, David Fafita.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if there's five blokes that turn up in this game. You know, like yes. if yeah. if Lachlan Miller, Greg Marzu, David Fafita um, AKP and fucking Dom Young all got hundreds. it There's would a, there, not surprise there are, me.
0: There are a lot of turnstiles in this, yep. in this game. So I'm, I'm seeing a lot of line breaks, a lot of tackle breaks, a lot of, um, line break and so on.
1: Yep. Um, for draft moves, uh, like we keep saying. Brian,
0: oh, Brian Kelly has to be in teams. <laughs> fucking stop this podcast. Pick up Brian Kelly. <laughs> Brian Kelly's not in fucking over fifty percent of teams by the end of this fucking podcast. I, I don't I'm I might scream. He's
1: not he's not but happy, guys. I've been, I've been, I've,
0: been, I've been fucking banging on about Brian Kelly he's not for happy. fucking so long and no one's picked him up. I've got him in one. You've you've picked him up, but that, that upset me.
1: Just but, oh, look, um, I, I picked him how up. How is he? How is he unowned? And he goes on to score eighty-two. Thanks for coming. Uh yeah, no, exactly. I told
0: you guys this was happening.
1: Same with um, Cam Pereira. Like it just because he scores tries. He's like, he's yeah. like the he's like the fox or the AJ of old, where they have no base. But the simple fact of the matter is. He scores
0: tries. Score tries. He, he scores tries. He scores tries. He scores lineback tries. And yep. that's the difference.
1: And he scores doubles. He's only had yeah. one game where he scored a single try. He scored and, five he said,
0: doubles this season. Yep. It's ridiculous.
1: Yep. And um, so there Phillips, you go. There's Phillips, there's a nice bet.
0: Philip Sammy's another another great one as well. He's he's been going at such a good um good output this mm, season. He has no been matter good. where he plays, whether he plays on the left, whether he plays on the right, whether he plays at center, whether he plays at wing, he has been in and around the ball doing great things, getting line breaks, getting tries. I'm all about what Philip Sammy offers.
1: The other one is... uh I lost my train of thought here. Uh, Adam Adam Elliott, obviously been named on mm. uh, the bench there. Yep. He'll get eased back into this side playing low minutes, but eventually, I mean, they've got Matt Croker at 13 there at the moment. Kurt Mann's injured. Eventually, Adam Elliott will be playing big minutes, 60-plus minutes once he's fit and firing. So, again, if he's available on free agents, pull the car over, go get him right now, stash him, because he's going to be a tasty 55 to 60-point solid 2RF um, in your side. So he needs to mm. be picked up. Yep. The other one's an interesting one. It's like Toby Sexton is nearing a return. Do you think he makes it back in this side? Because he did come back into this side. Had an absolute rip snorter
0: of a game. Yeah, he had, he had a blinder. But look, when the team's playing this well, like what, who do you take out? Well, Tanner Boyd. has been playing well.
1: It's only Tanner Boyd. The, well, yeah. and the thing is, because they've been struggling at who to play at hooker, maybe Tanner Boyd plays hooker. I don't know. It's just I've heard whispers.
0: Well, that- Verils is around the corner. So yeah. veros was Verils was actually pegged to come back um, this round. Um, and I had a bit of a snafu with the um, the TLT takeaways, where I I do I, I do a lot of predictions um, in the morning just to see how many I can get get right. I got a, I got most of them right, but one of the predictions was Verrills would come back via the bench. Didn't get named. He isn't in reserves, so he's probably another week or so away from that collarbone. Mm. Um, so they'll sort out that hooking spot. But Randall's been playing alright. So I, I can't see the moving um, Tanner Boyd back there. But look, like Sexton, he he will be the future in the it's, halves. It's think, just interesting.
1: Sure. If you are in a league like Guru, we have like 12, 13, 15 reserves, uh, not a bad stash <laughs> for Toby Sexy Sexton, just in case yes. it works
0: out. Mm. I mean guys guys like him, guys like Metcalf and all that sort of mm. stuff. You've got to have your finger on the pulse and your ear to, ear to the rail line just to see who can you who can you pick up that's gonna be the next man up. Yep. And that's that's the real real test to see if uh, in those deep leagues because you don't have guys like um guys like Tanner Boyd dropping the waivers, you don't have Hastings guys like Hastings dropping the waivers or anything like that. So yeah, you've gotta you gotta really, really play play your cards quite well.
1: Exactly. Um all right, captaincy options here. There's only real one safe captaincy option and that's Dave Fetter. Even though we're talking like there's going to be a lot of points here, nothing is mm. set in stone, and both teams are really unpredictable. Yeah,
0: um, you, you can't you can't captain a CCW unless you are chasing the win. Really.
1: Yep. Yeah, 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 and so I'm in a weird. Shit. Oh, spot.
0: maybe Tino, maybe Tino. You could you could throw Oh a, yeah,
1: Tino one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm in a weird shit spot this week because my safe captain is playing first. Harry Grant. Are you just gonna,
0: you just gonna go the captaincy or
1: I I don't think so. Just because I've got a free VC loop because I have Sam Walker not playing, mm. um I'll VC Harry Grant and just Oh you know, yeah, you've got
0: like a thousand guys who aren't
1: I'd actually I'm my, my team is the perfect AE setup. Like it doesn't yep. get any more perfect than my side. Um, so I'm going to have a stab at either Brian Torr or Greg Marzu as my captain.
0: Okay. Hmm.
1: So well, you know. see how that works out. But like I mean, if Harry Grant scores eighty, I just fucking bang, just captain Sam Walker and, and be done with it. But
0: yeah, we'll play. see
1: we'll see how it plays out.
0: All right. What would, what would be the limit for you taking the, v, the VC?
1: Well, and um, again, it's my, my – Is it's, it
0: going to be like a 65-70 if, if you get 70, your VC loophole? Well, or?
1: well, and the thing is because in the same game, I'm going to see what Ellie Katoa scores, who's on my bench. Hmm. So if Harry Grant scores 75 and Ellie Katoa scores 60, I would 100% do that because I just purge Brian Kelly off my bench, Captain Sam Walker, and I'm – set up perfectly. I get that 65 yeah. and I get double 75 as my captain and I don't lose anything. So I'm I'm set up pretty safely if Grant and Allegator play well. But if they don't play well it's Gamble City, baby. It's
0: Chase. It's Chase. It's Gamble City, love, baby. You do, you do love to Chase, your lost
1: it. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Ca- I'm gonna be captaining a CDW and riding that way, oh, baby. Let's oh,
0: go. You know, the CD? Experience.
1: I actually, I'm. I, I secretly hope that happens because it's. I'm, look, I'm addicted. I, I've
0: to done. It. I've done it a few times, and it is always um, mm-hmm. the most interesting that you'll ever play.
1: Yeah. Put it this way. I, if, could
0: do it, I couldn't do it, couldn't do it too often because you get fucking <laughs> hypertension. Jesus Christ.
1: Put it this way. If it's if I have to captain Brian Ta'o, I'm telling the missus, take the kids somewhere. I need to be alone. I, I need about nine I'd- nine ten beers lined up. Like yep, yep. this is this is concentration. I'm, I, I've got a will, Brian Tao to score three three tries. Yeah. <sighs> Super coach. Fuck. It's good. All right, last game of the round, Sunday, four o five PM. Last game, Manly v Sharks, Four point Stadium. Ins and outs here, man.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, this one, I, it's a fascinating game. I think, um, like the Sharks coming off the loss, and then the, the major loss, and obviously mm. the Manly Manly team not going at that well of a clip. Oh shit, house. Uh, to be honest, let's let's. Yeah, let's I, was, I was being nice. Um, so Turbo's named um, as expected, but he's obviously not at a hundred percent. I wouldn't even say he's at eighty percent. So it's it's interesting that they're not choosing to rest him at all uh, at the moment.
1: He gave so. up on that chase real quick, didn't he?
0: Very, very quick. And that was concerning. Mm. Um, he's putting in a lot of effort, but he's also very, very aware of his body. Mm. Um, so he's just managing himself very closely. So that, that's always a bit of a concern. Um, hasn't been scoring that well. So um, definitely not a captaincy option there. Joshi Schuster. He's been named in reserve, so he's an outside chance of a start in place of Cooper Johns. So he's one to keep an eye on for, um, for late team lists. And to be honest, they, he might be the spark that the Manly team need to actually get something over the Sharks in this one. Um, on the other side of the ball, Sharks uh 1-13. So they're pretty pretty solid with their um, their team set up at the moment. Obviously, Cam McInnes has been killing it um, of late, even with Finucane coming back. Um, but one of the real key matchups that we've got in this one, two guys, Teague Wilton and Sione Katar. Mm,
1: yeah. This is a big game for right attacks. So mm. both teams, like really disgustingly weak on their left edge defense and super dominant on their right attack. So we touched on it at the start of the podcast, talking about Manly conceding tries to right wingers in six straight games. So, I mean,. Th- their left edge is just getting fucking torched at the moment. We saw Cobo mm. score three on the weekend. Um, so I Nico Hines on that right with weapons with Nicora, Ramian, Katoa. They're just going to have so much success in this game. Mm. I really do think Sharks will prevail here. They'll bounce back even though Manly are at home. Manly just look like they've got so many mistakes in them at the moment. Their forward pack... Just looks rudderless without Jerbo. Uh, I just I just can't see a world where they can win in this game. Tom Dravojevic looking like he's at 60%. Yeah, that effort's there, and it will always be there. It just looks like his body isn't playing the same game as his mind.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm all over the Sharks here. I wouldn't be surprised if both wingers score. One, because Katoa has a really good matchup, and two, just Mulatalo scores tries. It, it pretty much if the Sharks are playing, he's going to score a try. So that's probably going to be one of my same game multis, is, is Sharks into Mulatalo and Katella to score both wingers. So yeah, I mean, what are the the, the matchups and sits here? I, I imagine it's all on the Sharks end.
0: Yeah, so the, there is there is one half decent matchup for Manly, and that's DCE. So they've been um Sharks have been conceding sixty-six points to the right half. But it, yeah, all the all the proper matchups are on the other side of the ball. So Siana Katoa, second second best um, or second worst defense he's coming up against, mm. um, conceding seventy nine points per game to the right wing. Like yep. that's that like money for old rope. And yep. then Nico Hines, they've been conceding seventy one points per Uh-oh. game to <laughs> to right halves. Yep, that's a concern. Um, and then Teague Wilton on the on the left to F spot. They've been conceding 70 points per game to the left to RF. So um Blake Braley also has a good matchup along with Renato Molotalo um and Jesse Ramian. So there there are a lot of players in that in the Shark squad that will have decent matchups. Um and yeah we know that Nico loves to play both sides of the rock so yeah he's going to have involvement in the positive things fatigue but also for the positive things from um, Jesse and, and uh, Sienna Kato,
1: Mainly conceding 70-plus points to four positions.
0: It's pretty fucking awful, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad.
1: That's a lot of server coach points to be averaging. Unbelievable. So Sharks yes. Sharks win and a wing nicely here. Nico Hines, obviously a fantastic He's uh, the he's
0: the pick of the bunch. The uh, I think he's here. he's got an epic epic, um, captaincy option this week. Yep,
1: he's probably the number one safe option. DCE, like I said, has a pretty good matchup here for Manly. Um, he's
0: actually been going at a really good clip this season. Mm. Um, DCE, what's his average this season? I think it would be. It's higher than you think. Um, he's been averaging seventy-one points. Yeah, that's nice. Like. Um, yeah, I think we're we estimating that he was going to be around about that that sixty to sixty five, and you'd be happy with that. He's he's exceeded that massively. Yep. Yeah, and I mean Civatelli, he's only scored under fifty once. Amazing. Will Kennedy
1: scoring yeah. tries for fun. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, it's we're gonna be all on the sharks here. All right, bro. That's the that's the games, and again, in true form, the more time that we have up our sleeve, we just fill it with dribble. Yes, where exactly. it's, so it's that, it doesn't—it
0: doesn't, it doesn't limit the <laughs> length of the podcast. So it literally a, just fills it with other things.
1: It's a two-hour podcast, no matter how you slice it. Yes, uh, let's get into the happy ending. You
0: want happy ending? I gotta. Boo-boo. Let me
1: break it down for you so you understand. I'll hold your hand like a small child. Oh, oh, fuck. oh my god! Fuck let's yeah! Let's flip you over. Let's rub those scented oils all over your body and look. Let you leave this this podcast on cloud nine. You should be fucking humming by now. I've given you that much information, but we're going we're gonna to summarize it all for you here at the moment. So your top start and sits, and like I always say, that's just a clever name. Start means it's a good matchup. Sit means it's a terrible matchup. You don't necessarily have to start or sit these guys. Uh, start, Appy, Michael Cheekham, Ben Hunt, Michael Sivo, Tanner Boyd, Jaden Campbell, Teague, Wilson, Sienna Katoa, Fox, and Ellie Katoa. Sits, Jackson Paulo, Egan Butcher. Well that's gonna be who's out there now? Uh oh, it's Ang- Gussie. A- Gussie, Angus Crichton, uh Ilias, Dream Buller, John Bateman, Kieran Foreign, uh Kana Cola, Ruben Garrick, Jesse Arthur's, Dane Gagai. Now Instead of doing our clever little draft trick that we've been doing, just to cut it down where well, we thought we'd cut it down until we started dribbling on for another hour. But this is your top statistical team of the week. Just using the stats that we use, this is the team that has the best statistical matchup for round 11. At Hooker, Apicorosau. At, at your front row forwards, you've got JDB and AFB. Two RFs, Ellie Gatoa and Teague Wilton. Halfback, SJ. 5'8", Dylan Brown. On the wings, you've got Sienna Katawa and Micah Sivo. At centers, you've got Campbell Graham and Braddon Best and fullback, Jaden Campbell. So if you're mm. going to put a representative team together just by using the stats that we provide for round 11, that is your rep team.
0: Yep. Based on the matchups.
1: Yep. Uh, your top VC options, Harry Grant, SJ, Dylan Edwards, Latrell Mitchell. Top four captaincy options, Nico, Dave feeder Will Kennedy, and Gutho. Again, using the stats
0: that we provide. Yep. So the VC options is obviously for the first four games of yes. the round and the captaincy options of the last four games of the round. That's it, baby. Have you got a big balls call for me? Um, I am going to go. I'm going to get SJ Tunner. Oh, I like
1: that. That's very, very sexy. Yep. What am I going to do here? Who did I really, really like? I do love Brian To'o. I'm going to go to to finally get that ton as well. I like it. Yep.
0: All right. I won't, mate. I won't like it if you manage to do it and you have captain.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm excited. I'm hard thinking about it. Like, this is what Supercoach is all about. <laughs> I is, might, I might even just completely ignore Harry Grant's score just so I can chase that high. <laughs> oh, my team and then members are going to be and then,
0: and then end up with a disappointment
1: <laughs> And then Natty, ha-
0: what are you doing? And we have lost by f- fucking four points dickhead.
1: <laughs> And have five blokes just cursing me out Anyway, <laughs> and whatever Fuck you, cunts Live solve. by
0: the sword, die by the sword I
1: do what I want I'm captain I'm the captain <laughs> Alright, uh, questions? Excuse me I'd like
0: to ask you a few questions. You want answers? You know the question. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? I'm on Burgundy. Yeah, uh, we've got a we've got a whole bunch to go through. So first one, um, should he? Um, someone's asked. Maxi's asked. Uh, should I start Maju mm. over Ronaldo Molotalo? Fuck tough, one, isn't it? That's a very tough one to start can, with.
1: Can you play both of them? Like, who who else have you got that's going to beat both of them?
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I would uh, preferentially out of the two, I'd go Mulatello for the matchup. But yeah, you'd have to be starting. You'd have to be starting um, Maju for sure.
1: I know. That's. I mean, what a problem to have.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't have that problem. So... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, con con the fritter has asked us um uh have been starting jwh but not stoked with his minutes at the moment and not getting any better um should i trade him for any of the following royce hunt matt lodge leo thompson isaac leo uh, he's sitting pretty on the ladder uh, so he's more worried about rounds 23 to 26 than a short-term fix so, he's looking at going um, going to stash Luke Thompson when yep. he get some spare room on the bench. But um, I think out of those ones, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I reckon Leo Thompson might be the pick of those.
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? Because Leo Thompson, like, he does struggle to hold a 50 average. I think... I think jwh matt lodge and leo thompson are very all sideways trades in my opinion mm-hmm. i think if you trade out jwh and you pick up leo thompson you're very likely to see jwh get 55 and leo thompson get 40. Yeah. these are the guys you're dealing with right uh i think all of them are a bit of a sideways trade if I was going to do anything, maybe JWH you for love a, Lodge.
0: You love a bit of Royce Hunt. You love a bit of. Royce oh,
1: Hunt. I love Royce Hunt. He's just not producing. Like, no.
0: uh, he, and, and with the, and with the number of injuries, so you, you, I'm, I'm shocked that Hamilton, Oli, Rudolph, both injured. Royce Hunt isn't punching out 60s. I know
1: just didn't work out. just didn't come to fruition. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do get them wrong. I know it's surprising, guys, but sometimes I do get some things (laughs) wrong. Um, I don't don't know. I would just stick it out with Jared at the moment. Uh, Yeah. I guarantee you if you drop Jared for even Lodge, all of a sudden Jared will get 60 and Lodge will get 45. It's one of those things.
0: All right. Uh, Jakey has asked us, is Tomolella worth hanging on to or worth dumping to the waiver? He's been a shadow of former self this year.
1: Again, one of those things where, like, if you drop Tom Lolo to the waivers, someone is going to just think they've won the lotto. They'll pick him up, and you'll watch Tom Lolo average sixty-five for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, that's. It would be a very tough one to watch.
1: I um, can't deal with that. I can't deal with that. Because we, sort we of know, disappointment.
0: we know, we know what he's capable of, and we know that when he comes back, he's going to get that lock spot. Cotto's going to move. Back into the front row forward, and he potentially, if everything's firing, he could be getting bulk bulk minutes and bulk um, PPM back. So, yeah, I wouldn't be would be jumping to throw him to the um, to the wolves just yet. I oh, know it's it just feels like I'm looking at his
1: scores now, and they are disgusting. But it's like it feels so, so disgusting talking about dropping Jason like to the waivers.
0: He, like he, in years gone by, he was top ten pick. He's only scored above sixty
1: once, and he's only scored above fifty twice. That's <laughs> rough. Oh no.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I can understand. I can understand the logic dropping him. Um, Just by, see
1: what uh, happens when he gets back. You got to, yeah. you got to see what happens.
0: Yeah, I think you, you, you give it a couple of rounds when he comes back, but then. You give yourself two rounds, and if he if he drops a couple of fucking sub-40 or sub-50 dookies, send him, mm. send him packing. Yep. Uh, Mitch has asked this, do I drop Jaden Campbell um, and pick up a center? Uh, I'm going to skip that one because I don't understand the question. Odzo <laughs> has asked this, um, for finals run and potential upside, rank the following. So for, for the finals run and potential upside, rank the following. So yep. Brian Kelly, yep. Nofaluma, mm-hmm. Corey Oates, mm-hmm. and Ravalawa. Uh,
1: off the top of my head, uh, I would go Corey Oates, Ravalawa... Nofa and Brian Kelly. Just because Brian Kelly's final strength of schedule is so bad. Titans'
0: ba- strength of schedule is terrible. It's so they bad. Come up, they come up against so many top teams. Yeah, it's so bad. So, um, yeah. And he's asked a follow-up, would you start any of those over Lemuelu? This week? I think... Just through the finals. Oh, well, I think-
1: Dolphins fucking have the buy anyway this round. So yeah, start them yes. all above Lemieux um, this this week. No, um, I think
0: I think during the finals.
1: Finns Finns have a pretty good um, strength of schedule off off memory. Um,
0: I think he's that he'd be the safest option for points, um, just due to the nature of the position being more um, base based.
1: Yep, the only one I really like above. Connolly is Oates, but Broncos do have a buy in, I think, round 25. 25, yep. So that puts a bit of a spanner in the work. So maybe you keep
0: Connolly. Yeah. All right. Uh, Timmy's asked us: is it time to pump Savage? Uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, depending on what's available on waivers and stuff like that, like, it's obvious that there are a few guys above him on the pecking order at the moment. Seb, Chris is one of them, and obviously Albert Kelly. I oh, know. I've done it. I've done. It. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it.
0: <laughs> yes. I've
1: yes. done. I've done it. You. Um, Hopper. Albert Hopperati is above him as well, which fucking surprises me. But anyway, uh, yeah. Look, I I dump him. All right. Anyway, then, you want him playing fullback anyway? You don't want him in the wing.
0: No, even even though he's, he scored a try, it's it, getting a try and scoring forty nine is not what you want. Do uh, you, Nate, Nate? one of your your countrymen has asked <sighs> us, they thought, what's Whoa. the what's the play with Murray? The production is down, and the round twenty six boil is looming. Um, is it matchup related, or is he just a fifty to sixty point F now?
1: Uh yeah, like it's only going to get worse for you if you have Murray at the moment and you um, play your grand final in round 26, things are only going to get harder to sell him. So mm. at the moment, he's sitting at a 59.7 average. Uh, they, that may not change from now until round 20. He may just be a 60-point guy. But the thing is, the closer you get to your grand final, you'll be selling him at a lower average. The closer you get to your grand final, you may have to sell him at a 40, 45 average.
0: Yeah. The one thing I will say is, like, to start the season, they have come up against, like, some pretty decent um, defensive outfits. They played the Sharks, the Panthers twice, the the Storm twice, the Roosters, the Broncos. Um, like, they have come against teams that have defended Super Coach points quite well. Mm. Um in the upcoming games, they're playing the Eels, the Raiders, the Titans, the Dragons. That all concede points a fair few before they go in the round round sixteen bye. He has the chance to um, to really show some uplift in his in his output. I mean, it is a concern that we haven't seen from him in previous seasons. So, um, I, I think, think the concern given it. You'd be giving it a, a week to two weeks, um, but, yeah, you might want to be shopping him around now. The concern is the, not
1: Murray himself. It's how the bunnies are attacking. They're, they're a not side, going up the
0: guts as much. They're a
1: side-to-side team. Latrella's running the show. He is the fucking big dick in this side. Cody Walker's playing off the back of him. You've got Campbell Graham playing out of his skin, AJ out on the left. It's all in the edges. Why would you need Cameron Murray to do anything? You know, when it becomes an arm wrestle and they have to fight and they have to really get into the trenches, that's when you're going to see Cam Murray play his best football. But at the moment, Bunnies aren't beating teams like that. They're beating teams on the edges. And as long as they're doing that, that, he won't score well.
0: And there hasn't been too many times where they camped out on the try line for another team, battering and battering, and then, I don't know uh, Murray will get like a, a a close ball from from Cook and he he dives over. He hasn't been getting those cheap tries nope. like he hasn't seasons gone by because they spread it wide and they've just had so much success in their attacks with Luttrell, with Buddy Walker and uh, and even with fucking Ilias and they've just been scoring bulk tries out out on the edges and through the guts they've been they've been scoring bugger all absolutely bugger all. And this is the cross you've
1: got to bear, guys. If you drafted a bunnies player and your grandfather, you knew was this was 26- you knew
0: this was coming. You knew. You, well, maybe not the the scores, but you knew that there was going to be a point in time where you, you were told. To on.
1: you were told. Now, it's fucking something you got to deal with. I mean, you know, it's it's that point. It's like when do you pull the trigger? It's only going to get worse.
0: Here, here we go. Out of out of all the teams in the league, they are equal lowest for um try scored through the middle there you go 0.2 tries per game there and that's through go. the mid that's through the middle including uh front row forwards and locks mm. and hookers yeah
1: yeah well
0: you were told yeah anyway next next so next question nick has asked this how would you rate AJ's matchup against the Tigers this week? Worth a trade despite the highest BE? So this is obviously a classic question. I will dive into... Uh, just bear with me for a it's second. It's a good matchup basically
1: AJ. just because he's coming up against Nofo.
0: Yeah, he's he's almost certainly going to score, um, score a try. Mm. He's he, he's priced actually quite well at the moment. So is he's, that he's a... a 589 um and he's got a B of 76 but he's every chance every chance to beat that be and, and when you've got like the last three scores that he's got in his his average he's got 76 uh 29 which is driving up his uh, his B and then a 90 I think he's every chance of getting a 90 again. yep yeah, I agree. Um, in this one, I think when you when you're buying him for the next four rounds, like we start, we, we spoke about the bunnies earlier. About the next next four rounds are really decent matchups. You're buying him for those matchups. Yeah. Um, he plays that you he, he'll play the round thirteen buy, which is one of the reasons why you're obviously thinking about bring him in. I think he's got the potential to um, to make a bit of cash over that time as well. So, great pickup, I reckon. Yep, for sure. And, um, yeah, that's that's, that's That's it. it.
1: That's all. Nice. Dust the hands off. Another big one. Ticking over the two-hour mark. This is just us. This is we like. Fucking hell. How have
0: we we reduced the amount of stuff in the podcast? It's still gone higher.
1: I don't mind it, bro, because the thing is. This is what we do. This is what we want to do. We just want to dribble about rugby league and super coach and just be off the cuff and just be really sort of like no shackles. Whereas Loosey if we've... Goosey. Yeah, loosey-goosey. It, when we've got shit to cover specifically and the run sheets sort of packed full of things that we want to get through, we're sort of a little, a little bit rushed. I really don't think the content is as great as it is when we're just off the cuff. I don't know, guys, you guys yeah. listening, let us know. Is this Was this podcast a little bit... Easier to listen to, more enjoyable to listen to, just because we're fucking flying by the set of our pants, or do you like the other shit? Personally, I like the dribble. Yes. Yeah, I'm 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 all about the dribble. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. We, were, we have been since day dot. Since fucking <laughs> change. Since changed. fucking day dot. All right. Let's get out of here, bro. That is enough. Good luck in your matchups this weekend, everyone. Except Will Walker. Fuck you. <laughs> I, I hope you get more ACLs. Um, oh, fuck you, man. <laughs>
0: I've, had enough, I've, had enough, I've had more than most people. So no, I, I would love. No,
1: no. Uh, Brian, To off for captain. All right, final siren. That's it, rubbers. Make sure you go follow us on all the socials. You know what to do. Don't be a dog. Give us that follow. That's it for this rub. Remember, there are many things a man can do with his time.
0: The patrons better.
1: Yes, it's it is. You're damn right, Walker. Catch us next round of the weekly rub down. You
0: can take me now I have seen him. Get that into you. Catch off.